one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome back to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. <coughs> I am your host, Adam Dunn. And we are in the basement of... The Herman's Hideaway. Yeah. At the new, did yeah. we have no sound? No, we're good. Oh, good. I, I yeah. saw, I saw that look. He had no. the look of that. Uh, I just, uh, my mic wasn't on. Uh, that's all. I'm hearing shit. You're hearing shit. Yeah. All right, that's good. So that's half the battle Perfect. right there. That's that's what that makes a show usually work better when you can hear it. Uh, I am here in the, uh, like I said, at Herman's Hideaway in this in the in the the depths, I should say, and uh, I'm joined here with uh, Dave Von Villen and. Uh, what was it again? No, I already forgot, man. I already <laughs> forgot. You forgot? Oh boy. Uh, pills, pills over pot, or what was pop it? Ah, pop, uh, pop seeds, not pills. Perfect. Uh, and of course, MTI. What's up? Making it all happen. I forgot the fucking one box. I had to turn around and the drive one, all the way back. The one box with all the cables. The most important box. Yeah, of course. Mm. Uh, and so I just got, yeah, it's been pretty much on the road the whole morning, <laughs> driving back and forth. Uh, and so let's see, what else? We got a whole bunch of fucking anniversaries. Holy shit. I might as well just announce those out yeah. of the gate because I'll forget them all. Right off the bat. But I just, all day I kept hearing, like, I kept getting, like, one after another anniversary. Oh, it's the 5th, it's the 7th, it's the 30th. First of all, 30th anniversary, 1989. This is actually when I first went to Amsterdam. It was, like, the very... This I know on this I know that on this day it was my first ever trip to Amsterdam because I was there for about two weeks before you moved there before I moved there officially and uh, it was the Berlin Wall went down and I was like whoa dude I'm in a coffee shop watching the fucking Berlin Wall wow. go down and I'm like well I'm in Amsterdam that's close enough I f- it's like I was there you know what I mean in my mind I was already already there but it was. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. So uh, I was tripping balls on acid that night. Watched it. <laughs> See, everybody. You know, I, get on the game. I was tripping so hard too. I remember that. Tripping balls is a good thing <laughs> on that day. And '89 was. I mean, it's it's it seems like a fucking such a lifetime ago now. Because that was a long fucking time ago. I mean, it, it was. And any of those years? any of those the nine fact years? that we can even say that and have you have been going to Amsterdam and me being yeah. tripping on acid like we're old as fuck, dude. right? And look at us. <laughs> and look how healthy we look. And, and vibrant. Aging like a fine wine. Right. But in general, it was a, a pretty awesome, again, just to be in Europe and feel the vibe <coughs> and everything. So it was like, you knew things were happening at that point. Uh, so 30th anniversary of that. That was the first thing I heard when I was going, driving NPR, on, on NPR, driving my kid to school in the morning. And I was like, damn, okay. Got to remember that. Of course, it's the seventh anniversary today also of, was it today or yesterday? Was it, I think it was yesterday, actually. Officially. Yesterday. Yesterday. So whatever, today. Uh, Close enough. Of uh, legalization here in Colorado, which was pretty awesome because we all know where we were then. It was like, these are like these major moments, right? You're like, the wall went down. Weed got legal. Pretty much everything <laughs> in between, eh, not so important <laughs> anyway, right? It was like, that was, those are the most important things. No, it wasn't. Uh, 
but it was seven years ago, and I remember <coughs> we did a, a party at uh, Hood Lab, and we had the first official underground club, which was kind of like ridiculous. And we did uh, Club Sixty Four there, and with Chloe, so that was yep. with Rob Corey. So we had Rob, Rob, Corey, Rob Corey, Rob Corey, who's now. Uh, I was going to say there's still all kinds of weird shit with Rob Corey oh these my days, right? God, <laughs> Rob. Every day, all day. Rob, Rob, Rob Corey. For those of you out there who obviously don't, there's know a this movie guy. coming up. <laughs> there's got to oh, be. Oh, for sure. Well, he's a, he's one of the one of the it's most. It's almost ag- John McAfee level, like kind of bunch of crazy shit. Crazy. <laughs> he's one of the more aggressive uh, lawyers here for cannabis, and he'll he's always got all the crazy cases. But then he kind of tops his own people and and makes it so their uh, their their cases look like nothing. Like he pulled <laughs> yeah, out he pulled, he pulled out a samurai sword at one point on, <laughs> on an intersection. He just jumped out of a car with a samurai sword. So you're just like, what? <laughs> like, what about teabagging? <laughs> you hear about that one? <laughs> no, but there's a whole bunch, and that's the thing. Is he he yeah he's 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 a crazy guy. So anyway, he he's in jail again. I think. Thanks. Really, so. I saw something <laughs> recently. Yes, yeah, <something. laughs> yeah, So anyway, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, but we had Rob Corey cutting the cutting with, with Chloe cutting the the ribbon, and it was in the fucking paper. And we got the Bloomberg. We had you know we literally had like it was a small party with like twenty people, maybe thirty, and there was about thirty press there. You know, it was like one of those things where there was Bloomberg, CNN, everybody was in the same building, same time, and it was just hilarious because it was like. Oh my God! I've entrapped all these people into my <laughs> fucking little spot downtown. That's right. And uh, yeah, so it was kind of like the moment where we thought, oh, you know, we we as people from Colorado thought this was going <coughs> to be the beginning of awesomeness. And in the reality, I wouldn't say it's. I mean, it's good. It's good for every. It's good that it's legal. But we also were the first to deal with all that bullshit. You know what I mean? And see how like, like well, and we even started off even more restrictive than. It seems like a lot of the other states have had to deal with <coughs> just because we were setting the standard and everybody was scared the feds were going to step in and crack down. And mm-hmm. I mean, that definitely limited our ability to get certain things done outside so, investment, all that kind of shit. It's so noticeable, too, though, because being here for a couple of years, and, and I'd only been here two years at that time, but even just seeing how it all went, it kind of played out. Colorado was like falling into line more than any other place I'd ever seen couple places obviously having issues here and there but for the most part it was like you kind of had to and it was painful because we're also used to fucking walking the line doing whatever and you'd be like nope <coughs> if you want it you got to get it from where oh my god it'd be like be, i'd be like what no well and i mean traditionally we're a get it? conservative it, state right legislatively and stuff we normally have been at least up yeah. until that point and you know so they still limit everything that you could do and it became you know we were the most restrictive program i mean i think until connecticut popped into place you know and and we're still close mm-hmm. yeah and well now i mean their places are taking it even next level which is also kind of stupid too i think everyone needs to bring it down a notch or two that would be the like especially i think as far as a couple of states are actually pulling it together i forget who, who it was that's they got it where you can buy in from small from smaller growers and that's what they should be it should be that craft i mean even cali allows the micro business license like that right i mean california tried i mean it's obviously dominated by big players but they have a license model that allows for 
somebody to be completely vertically integrated Mm -hmm. and basically do what we always did for you know decades before vertically integrate be able to control your source directly to your customer of course um you know i mean not that it's easy to operate those and you know most of the counties in cali don't allow it so you know there's a whole other world of issues but at least they allow the model Mm -hmm. i think missouri is allowing something like that aren't they yeah they are yeah their licensing supposed to come through at the end of the year yeah when you're talking about back and just risking and kind of the pioneer days back in, I don't know, what, 2011? Well, and, and I, mean, I mean, pretty much just up until, up until, I mean, as far as people had to really make the decision after legalization, because obviously it makes it a lot easier for them to crack down on the few that are out of, out of it and then compared to the ones that are in. And it's easier for them to watch everything, and that's just that's all they ever wanted in the first place. So, I mean, Colorado definitely is a model, I think, in the sense of it's not out of control. You know, people are fucking. I mean, I think just like a lot of the states, our biggest issue is that cities and counties still ban the shit. And so, like, if you're a smaller operator, you either buy in for an exorbitant price into mm-hmm. a place that either sucks or a license that sucks or maybe a failing business, but you still have to drop a million bucks to play the game Go versus to, actually being take, able to start, you know, from like back when in 2009. I mean, Scott started that first place, I think, with 20K. Mm-hmm. You know, you could Scott actually reach. start it like a regular business. A rare know. dankness facility? Well, yeah, the first, yeah. like, uh, whatever stone mountain and longmont back i mean just back in 2008 2009 when things were first starting to get online it was a matter of you know paying the state fees for a license getting into a lease that made sense it wasn't you know now everything's super restricted um to a certain you know geography only certain buildings are allowed you know all those buildings are a certain distance from the others so people start charging a massive premium that restricts you know any smaller players from being able to even get in the game i remember being in the city of arvada and Pretty much monthly, Tadar now would call me and, hey, you're all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. What's going on? And my neighbor's getting shut down. And there was a lot of that. Certain cities and counties, they're like, okay, you don't, we're not dealing with this anymore. Yep. I remember Boulder, all well, the more edible companies I mean, got I mean, all kicked out. Sense. I mean, it was definitely like once they had a chance to vote it out, they definitely did. I mean, Weld County still doesn't allow shit. Like Larimer mm-hmm. County doesn't allow shit. Right. Um, I mean, there. I saw some stat the other day. California, what, 85% of the cities and counties still don't allow anything? Because everybody just gut re- reacted and put a ban in place, and we're like, well, we'll just address this later. Mm-hmm. And after being in Cali for a while, I realized a lot of those little hokey city councils and shit don't give two fucks about doing it. If they were starved for cash, they look at it as, you know, mm-hmm. a cash cow with all kinds of weird, dirty games in order to be able to stay with your license and you're paying off legislators. And, I mean, it's, you know, that's a weird game out there. But I think it's indicative of kind of what we see across the country. It's either super restricted licenses that only allows like or four you or five got players. Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. Or it's just you know twenty five hundred dollars. There you go. Yeah, and then, your license. And then everybody's you know game that's why on. Everybody's and, going to Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah and and it's you know spot that's, that's an interesting way to play days, it, huh? provided you can control. You know, they're always worried about diversion if you have too many providers. But you know, certain people go out of business quick. And then, you know, you're left with a handful of people that are either very good at what they do or they're good business people or, you know, I mean, it, it, it's an interesting way to play it. Yeah, it's, it's I was going to say earlier to like. Sorry, you were going through anniversaries. We've diverted. Pretty oh, we hard. do. We do that. That's the diversions. Are, oh, yeah, we have to go through anniversaries. We still have a whole bunch, a whole list. All right. So legalization. Boom. That was in it. Oh, of course. Uh, one of our main sponsors, Illuminar, is now celebrating their fifth anniversary. So that was today. 
Boom. Illumina. You have the, you have the keyboard set up? Happy birthday, oh. Mario. <laughs> no, I, I didn't did get that. did not yet. get yeah. the keyboard. I'm about to get it done. I'm about to get it done. It's okay. I thought we could throw the, the Illumina. Yeah, um, but they also have another contest. In addition to the giveaway yep. that we're doing today, they have another one on their Instagram. So, at Illuminar Lighting. Yep. Are those all Lemon G? You can check it out. No, they're, they're labeled on them. This one's Lemon G. There's a super lemon haze. So that they're actually, having their cool. fifth anniversary. Yep. Kung Fu Vapes is having his fifth anniversary oh, wow. with this girl. Cool. So our former uh, guest recently. <laughs> oh, and actually, recently. that kind of diverts me into the first uh, news fucking just coming down the line, my phone blowing up. And, like, the whole way over here, I got, like, four people with the same – sending me the same thing over and over again. So it was all about the uh, – Garlic breath. The vitamin E acetate. Obviousness, yeah. like, oh, like, yeah. like, no, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what we kind of said, obviously, during the show, because yeah, it's, it's the one thing that none of us uh, agree <coughs> is a good idea to inhale fucking vitamin E. Yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's arguable that you probably shouldn't inhale mycobutanol. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a variety of things that could be in vapes, yeah. but even potentially the, the heavy terp cuts that some folks use. I mean, terps are solvents and they. Combust differently. It's don't not put terps in your cart, please. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, sauce carts are pretty much where it's at at yeah. this point, right? Real like, terps. Yep. Yeah, like just do a do, <coughs> do pure HT carts, and you know those things work great. They taste good. They get you high. You know, it's relatively easy to make. Probably not cost efficient, but I mean, it's the cost cutting bullshit. You know, when, that caused all of this stuff to happen anyway. If everybody wasn't demanding twenty dollar retail carts for a half gram. <coughs> Um, you know, in hardware packaged up and compliant, then I don't yeah. think we would have probably gotten into an issue of people starting to cut everything so heavy. Well, you know, the thing is, if somebody has the option and they see it, like, oh, wait, you mean, so people are just cool with me putting something in? Oh, good. You think they're going to, like, not be heavy-handed? It's, of course, because every time they put a drop DMT in... DMT in there if you're going <laughs> to put something in there. <clears throat> now that... Now that that, uh, That's an option. Those exist. Those exist. <laughs> but, they, <laughs> but then you want to know it's in there. You don't want to just fucking... Yeah, yeah. don't yeah, want random. Or rando. Or rando. Like, what the hell? Oh, man, that would... And that's and that's the other... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah, at a concert, you hit that thing, you're all, whoa. Well, they're becoming so more common that they are... <coughs> you know, in a sense, it's like one of those... It's bound to become, like, you know abused in that sense where someone's like whoa you just don't put in that much and then everyone's well, kind of like what you know, you know like all of a sudden you're, you're going to see that being <coughs> you know you abused I'm sure at some point just because some people are looking for what I thought was funny about especially when this first started is everybody was like well you should only buy them from the regulated market and I'm like well wait a second hmm. since when did the regulated market start testing to see if there was any carrier oil they don't they test for heavy metals pesticides cannabinoid content right like so yeah. certainly if your carrier was tainted with something you may trigger it then but there was nothing stopping any of that so you could yeah. absolutely go into a fucking dispensary and get something that was just as tainted absolutely. as what had gone black market out to the east coast or whatever like that was is colorado's is it still parts per million on the testing it depends like i mean on pesticides it's like a parts per billion thing right it's a zero tolerance when i moved pesticides. away it was still parts per million see there you go millions and billions bro you've been <laughs> gone for fucking <laughs> two <laughs> years that's a lot of a difference but right colorado there. just Between banned all additives um pg vg mct vitamin Which e acetate obviously yeah. like but they banned all cuts um for dispensary products the med yeah. did anyway nice well they should that's that's a good idea 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. There, some of those may be safe. PG and VG. I mean, I vape fucking nicotine, you know, like a chimney, and you know, I, it's probably not good for. We're me, not dead from all the brick weed that we smoked. Yeah. So <laughs> there's certain parts of it that it's like, okay, it feels a little bit knee jerky, but yeah. yeah, I mean, ultimately, especially for the regulated cannabis market, I mean. They may cost a little bit more, but I mean, they should be high quality. It should be oil, you know, real cannabis actually in there. <laughs> I think that's what people expect. Yeah, it's one of those things where you just kind of, you know, the more and more you really want to have your source be either yourself or somebody just grow you know. your own. Yeah. Well, especially like uh, who is it? The Verde Naturals. Their their uh, rosin brand has a solventless sauce yeah. pens. Mm. Who the fuck? What's the name of those guys? I can't remember. But Verde Natural has a Dab yeah. product line. Is um, it, oh, is it their own? I was gonna say Leafia. Uh, Dab Logic. Dab Logic. Yeah, Dab Logic, and it's part of the Verde suite of brands or whatever. But they do a solventless pen that's just basically a mechanical separation turp layer. Hmm. That's a saucepan, an HT pen, and that shit's fucking awesome. I don't think it's super scalable, right? They're never gonna be pumping ten thousand a month, right? But, you know. Still, they're that's, fucking good. That's when you know it's good. That's yeah. when you know it's actually worth it. Yeah. You can't even make that much of it. You're like, <laughs> sorry. That's why it costs more. That's why you don't have any in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see. What other, what, let me look. I have to, do I have to look at my phone? Jesus. I guess I do. Because I tried to take notes. And be like, all right. Um. Dun, 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 uh, oh. Uh. Uh. Guy fucking found some glass in his in his weed. See. Listen to the show. Lives in Amsterdam. Got some weed with a piece of a fucking broken fluorescent light in it. Oh no shit! <laughs> from a shop. Yeah. Oh, really? I think he got it from Shaman. So if you listen to the show, if I'm wrong. Here in Colorado? No, no. coffee shop. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. He's been Amsterdam. living Amsterdam. there for a year. He's been living there for a year. Oh, geez. Coffee shops source from home growers, though, don't they? It's the weed's It's not like that Colorado good. circa no, 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 no. 2008, you know, 2009. I mean, it was something. Is it getting better? There's so much bullshit going on. The Amsterdam there, quality? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just. The Green Place was running a bunch of Cali Connection gear last time I was there. They had some OGs and shit. It wasn't spectacular, but it was. That's was was like about home. the best you're gonna get, I think. Yeah. yeah. Most is. You occasionally find the nice sativa. There was a amnesia over there in Lysapline that it's was solid. actually pretty fucking good. And that's it. I mean, that's the problem. It's all amnesia. Yeah, bro. that last <laughs> of amnesia I got was really good, but it was probably the best weed I got there. But I had already smoked amnesia for four days. Happy yeah. feelings. It's right across the street from this Thai fucking. They have the best pad Thai, but it's yeah, near Lysapline. Mean, it's good. And the. And it's like one of those deals, though, where it's like, uh, oops, there's always good weed. There's good weed everywhere, but and you're just so far and few between. And it was like, <coughs> that's what, you know, it was, it was good because we always knew who, who grew it when I was there, at least. Now it's like, there's a couple spots that might have good weed, and but it's so small amount. You're um, like, holy shit. Well, the Hayes brothers still live out there, don't they? Mike, uh, you went, you're part of that network. Well, I think Steve's still out there. Steve is there, and you know that's the thing. Is Steve will have good bud, but you know, I mean, come on, <laughs> we can't break it down to one human being. <laughs> the one, <laughs> it's the one dude. When you're it's in Amsterdam, it's the one, dude. <laughs> the one guy. Hey, one guy. We have him on a special, actually. 
can check him out. Uh, really? Amsterdam special. Oh, yeah, we did. We, we did an interview. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Sorry, I got lost in the. If you watch those interviews, you can see who we're talking about. He took care of the Slayer dudes when they were out there. The nose. Slayer. The nose knows. The nose knows. Nice. See, look at you and your fucking segways. You're trying to. You're trying to. You're trying to push it. I'm not. You're trying to push segways. Got me excited, dude. There's fucking. Look at him. Look at him. He's getting all excited. <laughs> Slow down. All right, Slow all down. Right, all right. Not trying to Let's blow. Keep it all weed quick. first, and then we'll kind of mosey on. It's all. It's all. I saw still you were doing weed. other. I thought you saw you doing other podcasts, and I don't want to be like their podcast. Like, so, bro, how is he living <laughs> on? <is it? laughs> Can't do that. That's Jake, though, man. That was actually on the road. That was in the bus and shit. I don't know. I didn't even watch. It, I just sort of like I saw like the uh, oh no we're not playing that I was like it's no. different no I didn't even want to I didn't even want to know <laughs> I was like I'm not checking it out I'm not gonna like ask the same shit but I will, probably will but not really because I mean the thing is you so you come from the tech world actually you know what's really funny is I was watching Mr. Robot recently and uh, never saw it before and I'm sure you watched it I don't think Mr. Robot it. I have oh not. my god you haven't watched it yet uh-uh. dude you love that because it's, a hacker, movie it's a hacker thing, but it's made by people who are like really know, kind of know what they're talking about, and made it a little bit. It's kind of a combination between a hacker shit and uh, Fight Club, because mm-hmm. he's, he's crazy. So it's like, yeah, That's those are the things I like. I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Violence and computers. <laughs> yeah, right. Kind of, like yeah, because he's like kind of freaked there, out. Is there titties in there? Cause it's a winning formula. Uh, there's some t- a lot of a lot of like like sadistic shit. I mean, of. I like that. Yeah. Too. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than titties. <laughs> Oh, there's some sick shit, and it's weird, but it's one of those strange ones, and you're like, oh, oh, he's crazy. Oh, I get it. You know, so. so. Yep, Such a common. You'd love it. Okay. But anyway. Uh, Is so it a TV series? It's a movie, right? It's a series. It's a series. That's it's what I thought. It's okay. on USA or some bullshit, but you can see it on Prime. Give you a, yeah, yeah. If you have Prime uh, video swag, you can get it on there. I do. So, um. But you used to do that. Like you were working for a big company, or for a company that was doing really good back in the what yeah, early, actually, uh, early 2000s. As I come down here to Denver, the that Optive building, uh, you know, the newer building in the downtown skyline that says Optive on the top of it. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. the company. Oh right. So they just kept going and became the fucking. Ridiculous. Yeah, I gave up on a lot of dough to do this. <laughs> you made it all worth it though, dude. Did I? Yeah. Me personally, oh great. Personally, I like to take all that. I mean, you can take all the credit. There's uh, a reason I answer your calls, and I don't answer anybody else's. So there you go. <laughs> <Don't answer. laughs> no, but I think uh, you. So you came in, but you have like a certain quality of like your workmanship, which I n- I've noticed from all the things you kind of d- end up doing. Where you're like, uh, like when you fucking carve pumpkins, I'm like, dude, <laughs> that guy's fucking taking it to the next level. You know what I mean? It's like, eh, I'm just trying. And you're like, what? You're like, if you ever see the pumpkin carvings that Dude, you, you If you look at them, I've only done it for like four Halloweens or so now. When you look at them over the period of years, it's a dramatic, you know. I mean, because you only get a chance to do two or three or whatever every As year. As you right? get old, it gets worse or... Oh, no, they're fucking going Losing crazy now. Like, no, like, I started, like, not knowing what the fuck I was doing at all, and then every year, like, I kind of obsessed a little bit more on a different style, like, whether you're sculpting it. This year, I was doing, like, portraits. I did a Marilyn Monroe and a uh, young Elvis when he was, you know, when he was actually, I don't know. It was arguable. We, we got in a debate as to whether young Elvis or party Elvis was cooler, okay. which, yeah, like, young Elvis was a cooler dude, right? But, like, party Elvis was the Elvis you want to hang out with. Yeah, probably <laughs> as a as a as a rule of thumb there, I'd say you it'd be more it'd be more interesting, especially if you had to like just that moment. You know what I mean? 
because you don't want to see him doing great. <laughs> yeah, no. Why would like, you want to do that? No, young and kicking ass. No, no like, like the so drug addict Elvis that's fucking shit faced all the time. Like that's the fun Elvis. You're like, when, <laughs> when is he? When does he fucking start eating those fucking sandwiches? I want to know. Dude, that, and that actually, the crazy part about it is that the claim to fame is over on the Brown Palace. Uh, Right? No, no, but the actual original place, super. Uh-huh. That the, he used to fly. He used to have, when he flew in, they would make it for him. Was over near our old spot on Eighth, and uh, uh, what was that crossroad? Metlo. No, the other one, oh. the fucking car place. What was the crossroad that goes over the highway there? Uh, Sims. Sims, right there. There's like a little bar that sits by itself there. Yeah. And it's like that was the actual fucking spot. Like she would make the thing in there and fucking marry it. And it's still there. <laughs> so you're like, that's it? And it says right on the door when you walk in. It's where the original peanut butter and fucking uh, banana uh, sandwich. Okay. And that's what he ate. That was his last shit. Really? I, I, I thought it was the Brown Palace because they have they have like a thing you can order there. That's the very last place that oh, he ate? Oh, it could have been. Pl- I don't know. But that's, I think that's the last thing that he was, was eating on the th- toilet. That was the thing. <laughs> I think you used to eat those peanut butter. <laughs> that, would th- that would stop your heart. Though. If you made it too heavy, you'd be like, oh. <laughs> that's a killer. That's a choker right there. Uh, anyway. What was your point about... No, I was saying you came from that. So you you came from a company that was like making it. So like you said, I feel like, and they own a building now. So it was a, but you were at the level where it was kind of like still fun, right? So you were at the kind of beginning level, and it was like not beginning level, but the. We yeah, it was a startup when we started. And okay. Yeah. Turned into a hundred million dollar company or something, and got bought by a big private equity firm. Right. Blackstone. They actually made the news for doing evil shit at some point. I remember seeing them on Colbert Report or something. Sounds bad. Yeah, it sounds evil, right? Like, I mean, they, they did right. a big black castle and shit and made them seem like a lot more evil than they were. Like, I mean, they, I, kn- I knew some of their executives and stuff. They're not that bad. But anyway, yeah, they, it, it was a big... We were like a startup computer security firm, and I led a bunch of dudes that broke into computers and web apps and hardware and, you know, wrote weaponized exploits for the feds and that kind of shit. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm saying. You're going to live the show. It's like, that is what that show is. Even like, <laughs> <laughs> you lived the show. Like, if you, you like uh, guys, these are guys who are doing the same thing, and, but, FB, you know. Yeah, even like talking about sitting around blazing on this show. Like, I mean, <coughs> those dudes all know exactly what the fuck I'm doing. Like, sitting around smoking out on the show, like, it's no, mm-hmm. that, that's not an issue, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's one of those, uh, I'm glad it was like, the right choice back in the day where it was like oh in in Holland most people don't smoke in in public and I didn't really like abuse it too much you know what I mean so I'd smoke in the car I'd smoke somewhere a little bit out of the way but occasionally like when it was cannabis cup or something like that it was like you know it was all just like all rules stop because they all hated that though right when all (coughs) the tourists would come in and blaze like a bunch of chimneys and be degenerates and shit on the sides of the canals and I I would and I would add to the fire (laughs) as much as possible (laughs) and be do stupid shit and then make it even worse and then yeah it was fun but but, you know that was fun at the moment but it was also like the rest of the year wasn't like as ridiculous because there wasn't you know an extra 500 real yeah, yeah. smokers cruising into the fucking little shop I remember even in off times <laughs> though that l- you would get weird eyes from locals when you were smoking oh, yeah. on the side of the canal and stuff and oh yeah it's like snowboarding in uh, Aspen the first year they let it yeah get some weird eyes for sure 
But I mean, Amsterdam needed that shit for their tourist trade. And, like, I mean, it was a you know that's why you go to Amsterdam. Like, there's only so much touring of the Van Gogh Museum people really do. Oh, it's huge, and that's the thing is they are always a little bit weird about it. So I was like, even though it's such a huge amount, and they would definitely feel it if they didn't do it, but the rest of Holland is not so quick. A lot of there's a few dry areas and there's a few places that are just like totally not interested at even all. when they banned right didn't so amsterdam fought for their own right to legislate and be able to keep their mm. coffee shops open but the, all those places that border uh, uh and stuff, you know, yeah border the other like france and um what belgium. the fuck out belgium yeah, yeah the belgian border apparently is you know they took away unless you have like a local ID or something, you can't get into the coffee shops. There's some areas, the there's some, but they they, they kind of hyped it up more on, on press. But yeah, pretty much down in the border towns, and there's some spots, and they're really like checking plates and being all super Dutch about it. So <laughs> there's 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 uh, definitely not the best uh, conditions there that it used to. Not the same vibe you know, before. It was like they were kind of proud of it being different, but now they're not as progressive as other places, and they're happy to be there in a weird way so i mean i remember last time i was there we were there for black hat and talking at that conference and uh the guys at the scentsy seed shop when we were from colorado it was actually right after scott had won the cup mm-hmm. and they were super stoked to meet people from colorado and we're like dude we we're trying to get a work out there like because everything's going to shit out here in amsterdam and yeah <coughs> they were like you guys only let locals be able to work and yeah it was you know, they were looking at us as kind of setting the new model. Oh, yeah. No, I already I predicted it at the the last cup that I was there at. And I dressed up like a pope. And I, <laughs> I had Crazy White Sean and his, his friends helping me out. And it was kind of crazy. It was like one of those, I was so super high and like probably drinking a lot too at the time i'm sure because yeah. it was like the weed slop. pope oh yeah i was weed pope and i was wasted <laughs> weed pope and, it up. and i was playing the part hard <laughs> smoking tons <laughs> pounding beers right tripping balls I wasn't tripping during the thing i should have been but i wasn't <laughs> but it was uh, too much because i was I made it how, easier it was pretty good i had a decent sized crowd told everybody they're fucked i <laughs> 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 like told you know said america was the new promised land everybody should go there and then, uh, I don't know exactly what we did, but I had crazy white Sean, who's like, who, who's died, who, who's not alive now, but he was like the craziest guy in Amsterdam as far as like, he would do all the, the needles through his arms and fucking bones and things and hang shit and swing shit. And oh, like freak show style. Yeah. All full on freak show, but he's own and do, you know, fish hooks in the eyeballs. That's and, disturbing. And, and do anything, <laughs> but we would, we would divert it towards weed and make it funny <laughs> and he didn't give a fuck too he was from Long Beach super good super cool guy super high energy uh, it's funny because whenever he grew we would call him uh, yellow finger because <laughs> he, he could never <laughs> keep plants healthy they were always fucking <laughs> the pH was always out and he was overfeeding he was just doing everything wrong and then he had this other guy who uh lived with him and was actually going out with his mom so it was like a whole family living in this one spot and that guy killed it right i gave him anything i gave him he just fucking blew it up perfect right and i was like dude don is killing it bro like you're so he's always a little bit bitter don hit me up recently and i hadn't talked to the guy in like 30 years and uh he uh 
he, he hit me up and said that he got a job by using my name. Dropping names. I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. <clears throat> Where's my cut? <laughs> and he uh, ended up getting a really good job along the way. But he's, uh, that's rad. he was super cool. And I just remember him being such a good grower that I was like, dude, no matter what, I'm sure he, he gave me a good – I'm sure you did good. He's like, oh, dude, I killed it. You know, like he went like – and he was already making good money and part owner. As long as he didn't make you look bad. No, good. Yeah, no, exactly. he didn't fuck me over. So I was one of those like, good. Thank God you were just like, and I killed everything. <laughs> used your name, killed everything, <laughs> and I'm on the run. <laughs> Three lost crops, I bailed. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Adam. If anybody calls <laughs> – You've never seen me. No, it wasn't one of those moments. <laughs> um, but uh, so the tech world kind of was it? Were you just out because you were smart and knew the timing, or was it just kind of like coincidental, or you just sort of the company got weird? Because as far as bailing out, out, it just got um, bought out, and you couldn't get your own. You didn't find the other thing that you liked, and just well, how'd you get in the weed? How'd, how'd the weed part get launched? I mean, part of it, I think. So it was, that was the first real dough that I had made. Mm -hmm. I had made, we had had sort of a, an investment transaction before and I'd made some cash and blew it all on a car. And, um, and so it was the first kind of real cash that I had made. And I came from being military and, um, and growing yeah, weed okay. for a long time and shit and being a guitar player and never figured I'd really make a lot of dough. <coughs> and so I had made what I felt like was a lot of cash at that point. Uh, turns out, you know, when you're starting a company and shit, it wasn't very much dough at all. Nowhere, yeah. nowhere near enough. Right. Um, Never is. And when underfunding is the number one. Oh yeah, like uh, I mean, I definitely learned horrible first, lessons. First, first problem everybody has. Honestly, I mean, I've fucked up way more shit than I've been successful it's with. It's either in this bad harvest, bad partnership, underfunded, bad partnership, underfunded, or both. Yeah, and the both sucks because then you're like. That seems everyone's to be pretty point, common. Everyone's pointing at each other at that point, even though one person put in all the work and one person put in all the money. You never heard this story before, have you? I mean, <laughs> this is not familiar in any way, shape, or form. Story of your life. But when they, uh, when I got my first check, the company wanted me to throw everything back in because they were there was basically going to be another round, and they had all this weird business guy bullshit, and I. I was wanting to start this, and basically my attitude was like, well, if I take all this dough and put it back in, I can't go start this company. And we were really focused on CBD at that point. Nobody knew what CBD was. Um, we were buddies with Dr. Shack. And, uh, you know, so I was dead set that we were definitely going to do it. Um, and so I told him, guys, I can't throw the money back in. And I kind of got, you know, that was part of what the executive team was doing. You were going to get this big check. You were going to throw that check back in. And honestly, if I had stayed in, I would have made a few million bucks. I didn't. And, you know, took every penny that I had and went out and, you know, tried to start one of the first, <coughs> you know, CBD type three, you know, fucking quote unquote hemp companies, I guess. Yeah. And that all just sort of, you know, s spun out of control. I had, we had been growers forever and I'd always figured we would just dovetail into doing what we do best on the THC side right. and you know now the CBD shit's out of control it's six years later you know we've like I said I've probably fucked up way more things than I've done well um it's you know yeah and you know you take the wrong investment dollars from the wrong people and then you sign the wrong fucking contracts yeah. and you hire the wrong people it's just the typical shit man I mean starting companies and being the bosses sucks yeah. <laughs> yeah, mostly 
it's definitely one of the um, things that people. There's parts that are awesome. I don't mean to shit on it, right? Like, I don't know. And having a business my whole for since I was in my twenties, basically, you know, always made me like happy that I was the one that could supply the space and the time and the place and things and all the things that people could do. But at the end of the day, most people made more money than I did because I was like, what? I went how through come, the first four and a half years. Anything I didn't get paid because pay, everyone got paid. <laughs> yeah. Like I was paying salaries and didn't take a paycheck for four, some four and a half years. I think uh, I, I mean, did for 20 plus years. Yeah. It was just kind of one of those <laughs> hours are ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. You're the first person there and the last one to leave. So yeah, I mean, I ended up getting a great team and it's super, like you said, it's super cool to be able to take care of people. And like, we got some folks that, you know, we brought up from not having any exposure to this industry and they, they're, you know, now some of our top people and, um, so that whole site's been fucking awesome. Um, you know, growing legal weed, even, you know, we've done a bunch of projects since around the country in regulated places and got a bunch of licenses for folks in California, got involved in a project out in the central coast and still got some guys running a lab out there and, you know, own a small piece of that, that game. And I mean, that's fun, right? It, anytime you can, you know, make something super chronic and get it on the shelves for people to buy is, it's it's neat yeah it's one of those uh it's it's one of those Im- almost impossible things though to like let go of something and, and watch it sail and actually work it works sometimes but it's the ma- it's the sort of repetitive anything cannabis related repetitive is hard because it's hard on machines it's hard on people no matter how you look at it because it's uh, you know pretty well, pretty hardcore plant so yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, all of these are like, you know, basic manufacturing jobs and labor intensive, you know, agriculture and, you know, horticulture style greenhouse production. I mean, it's it loses its romantic sheen pretty fucking quick when you're sitting there putting, you know, units into boxes. It doesn't really matter what the hell those units are at that point. Like it could be, you know, a widget and I could be sitting there getting baked and it's basically the same thing. Um, you know, the fact that it's weed makes it fun. The fact that it's you know especially on some of the cbd products like the pet stuff that we make i mean and you hear all the great responses that, that part's super com- rewarding is that yeah. your company there whole pet cbd is that a separate uh little entity on its own it's just a brand and yep. actually mary's was exclusively distributing it for a while we just took it back over and mm-hmm. have mary's medicinals yeah yeah and everybody if you say mary's medicinals most people have actually heard of it's like they, they've made a huge huge spread and we've been supplying their cbd since day zero pretty much and the whole mary's nutritionals line we launched with them um and that was the second after the stanley brothers it was the second nationally available cbd product we were were pretty sure we were going to jail that whole time and 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 i also gotta say though out of all the things i need to get some stuff it also was one of the ones that you you knew was good quality and it was always like good consistent uh well, I mean, we dug work. For one, we were so early into the game, there was nobody buying CBD, so they were one of the only people. What year? 2014. We were one of the first farmers farming high CBD hemp, and we had started working on the CBD shit back in 2013, but then when we realized how they were defining hemp all of a sudden. You are like, oh, it, shit, we're in. Yeah, it's like, well, fuck, I guess we're going to farm hemp and call it hemp anyway. I mean, these were gone. They were part of our plant count, you know, just mere days before <laughs> and all of a sudden based on a you know a weird reg going through like it's suddenly it's hemp and you can grow it like you know on a ag scale and 
I mean, that, and that shit's been crazy. I mean, hell, at this point, we focus on products and product dev and different people farm, and and now the processing has gotten so big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, you know, we get our oils and isolates and shit from third parties in some cases. They're close partners that we've worked with for five years now but i mean some of those guys have spent you know i mean fuck the place i was at right before i came down they dropped a hundred million dollars on a pharma facility that's four hundred thousand square feet and i mean it's just absurd the amount of just racking and pallet space for their production was out of control daunting yeah people are like uh fucking hundred million dollars a hundred million (coughs) dollars like it's just fucking nuts (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's 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 buildings going up, uh, you know, purpose built that are immense, and you, I I get scared when I hear about the numbers, just because I'm always thinking of myself of how the value is going down. But actually, it's in, in, a, in, a, in a in a one way though, it's bouncing all over the place because there are some places now that are getting real money, just taking just, a lot of money away from the alcohol just because people have figured out that there's going to be a whole lot of shitty weed out there, so now they don't want to touch anything that's below any number so if you get up higher you can actually expect good guaranteed and on top of that you'll you know people are willing to pay more just to fucking there's definitely people that are willing to pay more like i don't know did you see the article uh it was just this last week or something they were talking about one that people are ignoring the really bottom bottom shelf and that ultimately you know coors light is the, or Bud Light's the best-selling beer, and that you know you need to have hundred-dollar ounces because that's what you'll sell way more of. I still see a whole shitload of the market that wants the weed that we know exists Micro-roof. out there, and and yeah, and they don't even know where to get in. Especially like out in the Cali market, you have a huge network of people from like celebrities and executives, and those people love dank-ass weed, and they may have one or two people that are able to provide it to them, but they certainly either don't want to go to dispensaries or don't feel like dispensaries They're have good products. I mean. Pay. So Absolutely, and so they we're just creating business. Or we're creating a business here for somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So all you gotta do is drive around <laughs> and, and pick up, get an ice cream truck, get a bunch of celebrities, <laughs> line them up. Um, yeah, I know it's it's it is crazy though because there is some price fluctuations. Like L.A. is actually, I've heard people back when it was super cheap here being like twenty four hundred there and like fifteen hundred here, and you'd be like damn there's like a huge spread you know when you think just between colorado and there and somebody like, was saying black market in denver is like three grand right now for really really good exactly really? it's nuts that's what i was gonna say it's getting up there where you're like what huh probably because all the cali stuff because it's all it's all gone they're all fucking busted everyone got busted i think oklahoma has like, a little bit to yeah. do with it too because it all went to the dispensaries oh wait sh- did i say that oklahoma <laughs> jesus fuck you guys doing no it's uh they're doing it you name it <laughs> well yeah there is a definite weird um shift gonna be in the next few years because i already saw it like years ago where i was tripping out where i was just like wait a minute you can get the same price east coast as like what didn't even there was nothing in between it was just like the same price on both sides kind of like oh we got a problem we have a problem here <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of unhappy people because early in the season i can already see it i remember thinking five years ago that we were all going to be out of a job so no it's, it's ride it out yeah. i think we're good for another bounces five. all over the place there's work for everybody yeah i mean i think it, it things will go through a cycle right there's still a lot of those big players that don't really know what the fuck they're doing and they'll apply 
business analytics of how much can be produced per square foot and you don't really get any more per square foot for OGs than you do for this. So why grow anything of quality? And, yeah. you know, there's people that just want, you know, a premium level connoisseur small batch product. And I think these heavily regulated THC markets will continue to help nurture that because, you know, it's not like you're going to have the massive CBD player spending $100 million because you're looking at this national and international market. It's all state-by-state markets. With and CBD? No, no, I'm saying on the THC side, oh, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it'll it'll allow you to, to at least theoretically have places that are more boutique yeah, well, I mean, that's that is the theory that we all have is that boutique will always win, but at the same time, there's there's a certain point where if you like st- if you went out and every single person you talk to has a fucking boutique weed, where you're like, oh my god, like you know, and you were one of the guys. Why that, isn't that available readily at the shops though? That's what we don't really see, right? Is mm-hmm. that in any of these markets? Like, where can I go get the most premium product well, readily available at what all? What I times? noticed today when I went to Cut Above is there's one farm that was doing no till, so pretty much two jars out of fifty. That were no was that? Who was that? I uh, guess started the S. S. Sunny something. Sunny. Sunleaf or something. Oh Jesus! I don't know. No I forgot. Thought we I'm had, a I thought we had a segue. I'm I a stoner. I, I forgot. I thought we had a segue, but we didn't. It was a. It was a, a, a lax. lax. <laughs> was like, nope. He did not nail it. He would have nailed it if you had a GMO. Dog hair. If you did dog hair GMO, nice. Yeah, probably for me. Probably is it legit GMO? Is it legit? Yeah, it looks alright. That's the one. We'll see. Let's roll one up. Was it Ascend? They say that they use okay. special no-till system. Ascend. Ascend okay. Cannabis um, Company. No. 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 I'm just kind of no, looking around. No. Okay. He he has nothing to say. Um. So anyway, what else we got? Uh, so yeah, you digging on the net. Yeah, I'm just we a look were. Are you uh, like that guy on Joe Rogan? You were <laughs> a security, <little> bit. <laughs> made a bunch of money, a bad got the cannabis, I didn't know made some money, spent all, all the money, um, spent all the money, fucked a bunch of shit up. Yeah, um, got some new partners. But uh, but you know we've, I think our strength besides I mean we we've, we've been here a long time doing it, um, and oh, yeah. I have a solid team. We we had you know, because of our relationships on the weed side, we nailed. Mm-hmm. Really big accounts like you know Marys and Chibachus and I was gonna say Marys again like they're so consistent and they always got really good reviews so you know that was already like your their muscle freeze is amazing yeah everybody loves that product it was also something that appealed to a broader mm-hmm. you know portfolio it wasn't just your traditional kind of weed product so we still white label a bunch of products for them mm-hmm. um, we got a whole slew of clients around the country that we white label products for. Um, we work with the Harvest guys quite a bit, white labeling some of their CBD products. Um, and we had launched the Whole Pet line back in 2017 with Mary's. We just took that back on partially. <clears throat> we make, you know, versions. We're at, so let me step back. We started participating in a research study with CSU mm-hmm. for canines back in 2015. Nice. And that's still ongoing. And we've been able to leverage some of that data to be able to make a suite of products with dosing that's significantly higher than what most folks out there are doing but i think most poke most other competitors are building their product suite off of you know their cost of goods sold versus what they really feel like the dosing should be and given you know our focus on vertical integration and Mm. you know making everything ourselves we're able to throw out some 
you know, ultra potent products that work really well. And so we've had a bunch of folks that originally were getting those versions that have hit us back up. So anyway, we're relaunching that stuff and everything's progressed so much. So while it's partially annoying that, you know, there's a new CBD company every week, um, now Square credit card processing is turned on for us. Like, so, you know, standard companies without having to go to some high risk offshore processor is allowing mm. credit card processing, which is super fucking cool. Mm. Um, you know, it allows, uh, so, while everything becomes more more challenging the bigger it gets it also you know the more and more legal it gets the more you know doors kind business. of seem to be opening up yeah for it's traditional business. business yeah which is nice to see refreshing after so so much pain in the fucking ass who knows we might be able to have a bank account soon exactly yeah it's still weird definitely it's like there's still issues all over the fucking place but it's getting better 100%. i remember i always think it's almost like now it sucks though because it's uh you know, one of those, th- they, they'll they take you for sure, but they also still can put you in super high risk and charge you the highest percentage. Right oh, yeah, the, the rates suck. Yeah, I mean, everything everything about it is not good. It's like, they're not like, oh, great. They're like, oh, yeah, put them in the fucking, like, danger zone, like 29.9799, like, whatever they can. Well, you still can't, like, on the CBD side anyway, you still can't sell on Amazon. You can't advertise on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't use traditional channels of marketing and sales that, you know, most normal companies at this point get to leverage. And that, you know, it's still... So while certain things are opening up, they still are massive barriers to making shit a pain in the ass. Right. Yeah, it's a tricky road. It's a tricky road for sure. I feel like and banking is the number one pain in the ass for everybody. But to a point, I mean, some people get it figured out. And then, you know, the thing is, we, we, we were always lucky because we were like clothing and shit and just bam, we... We were working it, but uh, <coughs> those are the days. <coughs> GMO is garlic, mushroom, onion, isn't it? Yes. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely <coughs> smells like garlics. Yeah, it has a little bit of the mashed onion. Not just garlic, garlics. <laughs> um, so... When you started growing, where you were like, uh, because I, what I noticed is it pretty much you, you uh, <coughs> figured out that you got to, you know, grow good product, process it yourself, and figure it all out and break it down into anything. Like, you definitely took it to the next level. I'm actually going to have a guy call in, in in a little while. Not right now. He's, you know, I know he's watching. He's like, he's gunning. He's gunning. But he's, <laughs> he's a good friend of my, my buddy Tanner's. And, uh, was originally going to come in and hang out. We were supposed to have a whole big party. It was going to be great. What about Ray Kogo? Where's he at? Ray, he might be listening. I don't know. Is he going to chime in? No. I mean, he had all these, like, stipulations, and I, I was a little bit uh, a little bit weird. I have a hard time. Did he want you to sign a contract? No, but he wanted me to, uh, you know, he had, he, had, he, had, he, had his, he had a couple things that were just a little bit too, like, eh. It's like, uh, this is uh, my show. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I just know you myself. Know I mean? I, I, there's no way I gotta ask yeah, him at least. You know, for couple, sure. it's gotta be a little bit of this and that. It can't just be like I had some it's questions. Be me, for him. then it's gonna be you, me, you, you, and it's gonna be me, 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 me. I'm like, no, right, I forget. I don't know about that. That's too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's like already. I want the front. I want the back. You get the middle, and limited. <laughs> you know, it's like that was my protocol. I was like, man. A little bit weird, but anyway, in the future, if he wants to talk, this no problem. We'll do a whole show. That'll be more fun. Wait, is GMO Kim D by the forum? 
What is that the hybrid? Where? The chem D would make sense because like the hooker toe sort of chem D funk making that garlicky smell. I saw it on there. I don't know. Sir Breezy. Sir Breezy. Sir Breezy. Chem D times the forum. Okay. Yeah. Is there a GMO actually, and then a GMO cookies? So GMO cookies, that's cannabis. More, I think that's what it is. This is, this, is this is the more oniony one, I would assume. This is the first thing that popped up is uh, bred by Divine Genetics, known as garlic cookies, is powerful indica dominant. Uh, two famous strains, Chem yeah. Dog and GSC. Hmm. So yeah, it is. It's Chem <coughs> D then. Because Chem D that, that hooker tower like gym sock. Fucking mm-hmm. funk. It makes sense. There you go. Fact, fact check. Fact check. Oh, actually, I got a better. So, yeah, I mean, we had been on the grow. I mean, we had always grown our all our own. Yeah, it is ChemD GSC. We did the same shit um, on the hemp side at first, partially because we had to, right? Like, I mean, we Mm -hmm. were growing a bunch of type 3 CBD cuts before they were, you know, bountiful and everybody was doing, um, you know, fem seeds and all that sort of shit. But, you know, I mean, that's all changed at this point but i mean even for the products we're making out in california and we have a lab out there <clears throat> and we still have a farm in place and um bring in all our own product and yeah um, we process with ic collective out you know in uh oakland and um we're talking to the dna guys out there because um, it's right there in the central coast and whatnot oh too. my god <laughs> it's i mean it's <laughs> See, we're throwing them out no no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing them out this is it no <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nah, just, you know. Okay. I mean, they're just, they're local. <laughs> exactly. It's okay. <laughs> they came over here at one point. They were here for a little while. Here in Colorado? Yeah. I don't know. Doing what? I thought they did something at one point. I was like, oh, no. Now it's getting, now it's getting real. But, uh, no, we're, we're good. We still have a little, we have our little tiffs and tiffs. Uh, it's yeah, it's just you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to have you have to have it going on. Otherwise, well, it's it's industry, industry processing shit. industry doesn't want to talk about you anymore. Like what? <laughs> they said what? Yeah. We interviewed them. We did an interview. So that's already up, right? The interview. Mm-hmm. DNA. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah it's see, been there up. You go. It's mm-hmm. been up. There you go. You can see us together live. So there you go. <laughs> we didn't kill each other. It was fine. Yeah, it was in span of it. It's fine. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> it was the <laughs> video we uploaded when we got back from town. Well, yeah. Got it back into town. No, it was funny. Uh, but you got to see also the the craziness in Colorado because I was going to say when we first met. What you, craziness? The craziness here as far as how fast everything went. Like in the case, seven years legal. <laughs> things were already happening before that. So no. are you going to write a book about it? No. No. I think you should. No, no, no. We were talking right about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I was... Somebody needs We were to. here growing since uh, we moved out here in 97. Um, yeah. So we've been out here a while, being, you know, actively breaking the law and, you know, doing other shit. But, um, what? Nobody And then back in 2008, 2009, like... Nobody has ever broken the law. When the... Uh, clear. When, Especially this guy. When the dispensaries guy first opened, we could never. just take our <laughs> flour to the shops and shit, right? So we were, you know, doing that, and I would track that income as consulting income and so that i was at least able to pay taxes on it somehow um, but that, yeah back when the model was, was wide open and shit like it was fucking awesome from backpack <laughs> that was when you could get good weed at the dispensaries right like that was when the dispensaries had good weed 
They're talking about the GMO cookies. Oh, I don't know. You so I, I read it. I read some wrong information <laughs> on the internet. Apparently. Oh, I just I just see, Googled it, see, and Kelly, it was the first thing that popped up. So, Kelly, yeah. Beach, he's, 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 yeah. <coughs> see, so, Kelly, sorry. Sorry, I'm new to the GMO. Yeah, no. She's a Miko genetics. Fix your faux pas. This is my second Who, GMO you gotta figure out? session. They, she says that, uh, Kelly says that Mamiko genetics bred it. Oh, okay. Well, that's, there you go. That's a, thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Get that clear. I have no idea. I was just reading off the internet. That's all. Fucking yep. guy. It just shows. It just shows what's he looked that up. On. I'm, a, I'm a shitty Jamie <laughs> from Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah. Seedfinder. So in the beginning, when you were working at this company, you were you were hacking and doing crazy shit at that moment in time. Robot farming. No robot farmer. Not yet. I uh, started that shit in '99. Uh, like I started working at the computer stuff. Okay. Like before that, I was running a guitar shop out here. Oh, nice. My degree's in classical guitar performance. Oh Jesus! Shit. Here we are in a studio. By the way, give we should give shout him a out. guitar. <laughs> shout out some Herman's Hideaway for letting us. Uh, oh yeah, double, double, triple, triple, triple shout out. You can right? check out uh, worldviral.tv, and that's the they did a podcast for a couple of years here where they would interview uh, like artists that came through the yeah. live venue here, and uh, yeah, you can go check that out. They said they might even throw us up there since we're here right now. So yeah, we'll see. Throw us up where on worldviral.tv. Oh, just shit. link, I, just link the video. Yeah, yeah. One day we'll get our shit together and we'll have real coverage. But yeah, if you're in Denver and you want to check out some good live music, Herman's Hideaway always has it popping over the weekends, man. So I've played here plenty of times and it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, the place has been here forever, I think, right? Dude, yeah. 1930. Fuck. I think, I think it's been since the 30s. I could be wrong, though. Oh, fuck yeah. This is one of those. Wow. This here, Google. A couple people went kind of crazy mm. down yeah, here. Yeah, the world is at our fingertips. Right. Uh, yeah, we're, we're here uh, thanks to Rasta Rob. He fucking reached out and uh, got this place lined up. So, th- big shout out to Rasta Rob. Once again, the last he got us the last place. He got us Veedworks. He's he's like the he's our he's our uh, guardian angel of spaces. So, but this place is uh, cool, and I think uh, we'll definitely use it once in once in a while. But I'll be on the road. MTI is going to take care of shit. It's going to be all green screened out. They're literally we're surrounded by green screen here. It's funny. Everywhere I look, I see green screen shit. I'm like, dude, Tasty. we should be uh, should have covered it all up. Yeah, I, I didn't even see that until you said <laughs> something. It was hidden behind a mannequin. I think I just moved it yeah. like a little bit ago. So I think there that's what it was. It's a roll, a whole roll. <laughs> you know, no, it's cool. Um, when you made that transition, did you bring anybody else with you? Like any other tech, <coughs> techie guys that wanted to get it out? And you're like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> well, there was... Uh, had that, <laughs> yeah, other people had <laughs> some cash ready to roll. Well, so that industry pays really well. So most of those guys, the really techie guys stayed because <coughs> that's what they did. Um, I had brought a couple of people into that space <coughs> doing like um, project management and shit. Mm-hmm. And they all jumped with me and came over and started this. When we first started it, it was like we would, uh, you know, do that job during the day and then come over to my grow at night and grow a bunch of CBD plants for research and tracking data. And um, it was fun. So, yeah, there was a handful of guys. And one of the guys that's my CFO right now, he 
I've known him since I was 15 and um, I'm, my brother still works there and you know so it's still a fairly tight-knit crew mm-hmm. we've brought in a lot of folks from the outside though I mean we generally try and run shit you know as tight as we can from a taking care of everybody and you know trying to make it well, not no, suck that'll, that'll come through if you go if you bring over a whole bunch of people that are already you know pretty well trained as far as what their jobs that they're good at you know dialed in that they could probably <laughs> that hadn't uh, been the case at all no <laughs> it, it's been all like i mean because it's all new shit right like we just have to learn new apply shit all the time. different things that they fucking <laughs> yeah but you're right yeah people that are good at what they do in any individual space they're dedicated and you learn fast and but it's not like any of us know what the fuck we're doing you know daily like we always have to get you know schooled on new shit and you know learn through failure largely and you know but but yeah. we're still fucking here six years later and you know it has supported us and one of my employees was able to buy their first house and you know i mean it makes you feel awesome what dispensaries do you guys dig in colorado what dispensaries do we dig i don't see that's the thing is i don't shop at them and we try not to i was gonna say but if you had to um where um, would you go i, I mean yeah. i dug kind love back in the day that Absolutely. was, that was kind, of love. kind love we always that's what i send people to if it's mm-hmm. kind of like i know kind love car. verde green man rare dankness i hit all those places if i yeah, actually needed a, some that's flour a, that's a pretty good one yeah verde always is a good be spot. goods is good i mean dave malone started dropping flour and shit and that looks fire i mean i know it's botanicare fed which green has you know, its own yeah its Where's own he? profile but i mean his extracts are fire and his he flowers look awesome where's his farm it's it's uh so i think he's got I a mip a i think dot. he just wholesales exactly where he's wholesales to shops all around town so you just got to look on his site for the drops but you know he always showed fire pictures of flowers and shit oh, yeah. before they were getting extracted they started doing flower drops of those flowers that fatso cut that he has is yeah it's uh it's saves a, a good dude he's helped me do a bunch of shit those guys always had good pens and they always would like could, that was like the guys if you, anybody was like looking for a pen you'd be like green dot or incredibles it'd be good also and, uh apothecary farms is good for concentrates yeah they're they're pretty knockout is that the guys down in colorado springs yeah but they're they have one right here on broadway now they crush dude yeah, yeah. they have one on 16th street mall no <laughs> <laughs> those guys were doing like the giant boulders for the super cheap when they only had the colorado springs place right yep. yeah they still do i mean still yeah pretty cheap and they have them all. It's all time. vertically integrated too, just the same way, right? Like they can cut, keep their so. prices down, and they grow it themselves, extract it themselves. It's a good model. Like I, single source Colorado on the rosin side is doing the same thing, right? Isn't that uh, um, isn't that Ken's Seven Ten Labs? Yes, Seven Ten Labs fucking makes great product, and it's the same <coughs> sort of thing. They're growing it, extracting it. Like it's that same. Yeah. It's the way I would do it if I was running a MIP, right? Like you want to control your input and you know control it all the way down <coughs> to what goes into your final that, product that yeah. live rosin that uh dave brought in from 14er was pretty good, that was good yeah, yeah you know, the whole thing is like i think with anything when you're uh, trimming when you're sorting whatever it just comes down to keeping everything in check as far as like keep keep it you know keep as much separate as you can so that you can always re- remember the first time i tried to, to cure weed it smelled like beasters and i was like hmm <laughs> that's what that is <laughs> damn i left too i'll much try time. harder next time yeah, and there's a lot there's of good weed that's fucked the up between the, the grow and the shelf. Yeah, there's definitely an art to the cure. I think that's one of our biggest problems. Right? There's a lot of products you look at. I'm loving it. I like the GMO. <coughs> it's good. It's not as stinky as some of the cuts I've had before, but it's from a dispensary, so that, again, it could be the cure. It's been handled. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, good, we're, we're smoking the dispensary. <coughs> that last one was not. See, it was Joey's. You just, you just bumped. No, the last one was Mile High Seeds. Yeah, Joey. Joey that's, why I said, that's why I thought you would have known Joey from back in the day. He's old school. His, br- his uh, brother's All Greens. Okay. All Greens definitely has some good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, good extraction. How much do you get? I mean, I, I don't go to dispensaries much, but. You know, now that they allow for wholesale growers to just grow product and do what they do best and then sell it to retailers. I know at first there was seemed to be a huge push against that because all the retailers had to be vertically integrated originally anyway. But yeah, has that so. changed at all down here? In, I mean, I'm all the way up. Is this still 70-30? No. I mean, no, I think you can go like you could just be a retailer that buys all your product wholesale and stuff sure. at this point. Right. Yeah. As, at least on the adult use side. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I I don't know, dude. Like, I would assume there's because that's what I would rather way. see as a consumer, right? I would rather walk into a shop and know that it's like, all right, well, there's Green Dot's product, and there's the you know, one Rare thing Davis's I love about and there's Oregon, whoever's right. Like, that's <clears> the one thing I love about Oregon is usually it's brands. stuff's labeled, and I look for Grow Geek or Doghouse. I mean, it's the way Cali is too, right? Cali is a. Um, you know, Cali's a brand market, right? Like, you're, yeah. there's brands, they get it to a distributor, distributors get it out to the retailers. It makes it easier to worse. shop, for sure. Yeah, as a consumer. I mean, provided it didn't go through Otherwise so many I fucking hands that it's, you know, shitty by yeah. then, which it always is. A combination is. of either shitty or mislabeled or both. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Where you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't yeah. This doesn't yeah, there's a lot of room for error if you're going into that level. Well, normally, like a, like a, I think it was River Rock who did like a oh. test back in the day. And they had seven, it came up to seven times that it touched human hands in gloves, but still touched human hands and handling before it actually gets to the bag. You know what I mean? You're like, seven is all kind of a lot. Like, plus the, who knows how much they Hopefully shake. Hopefully they tested it. You know, the big, sh- quick. you get the guys who shake everything too much before they... Like If you handle it really carefully and you... <laughs> I mean, I've talked to manufacturers that'll keep it first. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, wait, where are you getting all this key from? And they're like, well, we keep the buds first. There was a like, dispenser well, back in the day with do with a bucket yeah. technique where they put the buds in the bucket and just shake them. <laughs> Again, Made the trimming go really fast. I bet. <laughs> I, I bet. It's sort of the same uh, same issue you have with the guys. Anytime you have a chance to cut any product or take away or or flip flim flam. It's unfortunate. Those are the moments because when you make hash, you kind of realize at certain points you'd be like, huh, okay, wait. Like, things aren't as they always seem when it comes to screen size, (laughs) style of plant, you know, what you get, you know, what you get at different times. Like, you really see a lot. Like, you do a run and you're like, oh, okay, got a lot here. Hair straightener size. Well, just all of a sudden (laughs) you get stuff that's just like full melt right out of the gate. Super nice, and then other times you get stuff that's just like fucking fluffy and weird, and you're like, and those plants just looks really good on this. So yep. You know, that's good for that, and this is good for this, and yeah, I mean, especially on the rosin and <clears throat> solventless side, like it becomes very strain specific. I mean, dealing with hydrocarbons, you know, I mean, the, it extracts damn near everything, right? I mean, yeah. but um, even on the hydrocarbon side, there's certain things that do better than others. That's how you need to test your genetics all the way down to. Yeah, well, well, it does. Yes, that's the point. Like I mean, it's like you just kind of have to find stuff that does at least because sometimes you get like weird ones that are like, Ugh. 
tastes terrible or whatever, but all of a sudden you make an extract and you're like, whoa. Or y- yields horrible, but the percentages are amazing on yeah. the hash return. So keep yeah. it around. Yeah, exactly. Like as far as like can pack more in. And it all depends on what you're making, right? Like, I mean, I've, I mean, we consult a lot at this point with a bunch of manufacturers and it's like, well, reverse engineer it from what the fuck you're trying to put on your shelf. I mean, I can say that, you know, I love smoking this, but if you're not making flour that's going into jars, you know, that may not be what you're actually wanting. If you're, you know, even like if you're just making cannabinoids and, and distilling everything, well then just give me something that produces volume and percentage, right? Like, I mean, none of the other shit really matters. So it all kind of comes from what you're trying to you know stock versus i mean and where know, the in mar- our case it's where the market's at with yeah. the price per pound i well, mean it got so low in denver that people were extracting everything yeah well and now it's up. i mean that's why the carts got all filthy right as you have manufacturers i mean there's delivery services in california that i'll refrain from naming but they you know they do a two and a half x markup on the products that are going onto the shelf Some brass knuckles and yet you know they want to have that cart sell for twenty five dollars or less. It's like, well, holy shit, dude! Like, I mean, your manufacturers have to make this stuff for seven bucks, yeah. and so you know, people just started being like, all right, well, fuck it, I just ain't gonna put any weed in it. It's like, well, you know, dude, it's not really how this is supposed to work. It's not how any of this works. Nope. <laughs> well, yeah, if they skimp on the pr- the actual product going in, plus, uh, you know, it's the, like. You don't you hardly get a buzz even when it's not the right amount. Of it, you know, what I mean, like <laughs> I have to like triple it down to make it actually. I got a buddy out in Cali. His wife smokes. He doesn't, but he always hits me up and wants to have our lab out there hook him up with carts because she goes to the dispensary and buys something. And he's like, "Dude, she said doesn't even get her high." And I was like, "Well, not only that, you don't even know what the fuck's in it, bro." <laughs> yeah, of course she doesn't get high. It hardly ever work. I mean, that's what I mean. Is like it's funny because. Things you take for granted when you smoke them yourself, you know, nice pure terp sort of uh, sauce, uh, pens, whatever. All of a sudden, you're like on holiday or something, and you realize in Jamaica, anywhere you are, it's like you just you, you exhale. People who know weed are like, what? And then you get like you smoke it with it. And I remember like just fucking. I hate being out and not having one of those and then somebody else just busts out a pen and is like, here, you should smoke this. And, and it's, it's like, like no. You oh, have to have a better bro. one. That's why it's <laughs> kind of like you almost have to have one as a as a Backup. deterrent of other people's. Just, yeah, that's it. It's like a, it's like carrying a gun, bro. <laughs> you just okay. gotta, like, Locked and loaded. <laughs> I was in Florida and this guy busted out a pen and I took a puff off of it and then I handed him one of mine and I was like here dude just keep this and he, he needed it, it. And he was like holy he shit what is this he needed it more than you huh? <laughs> yeah it's like was bro. it pretty rough yeah it was rough burnt rubber yeah I mean it was like a distillate I thought pen that was a, a bunch of other shit in first. it <laughs> it may be the burnt rubber turp <laughs> burnt teen <laughs> no thanks hard pass so um <laughs> so you and your crew kicking ass making Sort of, you know, kicking ass and taking names. Well, came came through together, sort of as a crew, mostly. Uh, I'm sure broke changed all the way along the way, as they do. But uh, right now, you you said kind of you can leave a little bit. You can kind of. Yeah, I mean we. Um, well. Go on. You know tour. we ha- we had one of the first labs in Colorado, also because there just wasn't another lab to do any processing. Um, you know, and now that's been dwarfed CBD by CBD or THC. CBD. 
that's been dwarfed in size by the, you know all these mammoth places coming online and we focus more on the product dev side but yeah as we grew um there was a point where i had moved out to california and started the project out there and you know things were shaky back here and then i got another one of my buddies to come back that had actually jumped back to the computer industry and he, he helped get all the finances in order and um we're now debt-free and profitable and yeah i was able to leave and not everything completely fall apart and then when i came back and we really kind of brought the reins in and got some focus as to what we were doing and um you know it, it got that much better uh it, it i left you know for almost a full summer in 2018 and um you know the team was here kicking ass every day like we you know like i said it's consistent partners we've we learned early on you know circa 2014 2015 that we were only going to grow as much as you know or even procure as much as you know we already kind of had pre-sold um we would plan for a little bit of growth and then then now at this point i mean fuck you guys are aware i mean cbd's everywhere um so we have a couple of partner farms that produce certified organic material and you know they get it processed even for us some of it we still run through a couple thousand pounds a year but you know, a couple thousand pounds is nothing in How many this games. Um, the couple of farms we work with, one was 40. The other one was running 80 this year. Um, but again, like we only run through a couple thousand pounds ourselves, And then the rest of it goes like to Hemp Depot down in Colorado Springs or over to Mile High in Broomfield. Um, you know, the the big boys that can Process. blast through hundreds of thousands of pounds in a month. Right. Kind of shit. Yeah, and uh, we mean, still process like we're processing hash, <laughs> you know, kind of. I mean, we have, you know, big sti white film stills and rising, falling film evaporators and that kind of shit. But still, like, it's trivial in size to the guys that are, you know, doing the big volume. But in, but in general, I mean, doing that kind of stuff <coughs> costs money. So, did you uh, find it cost effective to run a lab and pay people for? You know decent wages and kind of run through all that kind of there's a lot of downtime i guess with those kind of things and uh, we stayed busy the whole time and we we focused a lot on product development and then we started white labeling all those products for other companies and um you know we would stay busy when we were doing more processing over the last few years we would stay busy processing all year um but we what was the kind of uh sort of winning formula that you had with besides cannabis that you were actually do you have anything Teamwork makes the dream work. Did you have any sideline things that you were doing with that space, or did you kind of only focus on cannabis, or what do you mean uh, with the lab with the lab stuff? I mean, oh like no, like it, when it was team. all just CBD processing all day. Um, I mean, we were constantly learning new shit, and then like you know learning how to micro encapsulate, and then making water solubles, and then applying those into a whole other suite of products. And um, you know, at this point, the labs pretty much R and D space to do new product dev, and then we lean on guys like. Um, Hemp Depot and Mile High to do GMP compliant production, you mm. know, partially just because we can tout that, and then ultimately FDA is going to require you know CGMP compliance for all the products here in the next handful of months anyway. Right. Um, on that note, uh, you can, I guess I could say the say the number. I don't know if Tanner's listening. Oh, and his buddy Connor. But if you see, a I can flash it on the screen. You can flash it on the screen for him because they sometimes they can't they can't hear. But it's seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven, which is C T A D S. If you want to go by the old school Tad's Tad's man, uh, yeah, I got it right here. Connor's gonna give us a call because he's 
uh, one of these dudes who is very interested in uh, doing a lot of high-level breeding, and we've wanted to. I want, like I said, I wanted really to have him here hanging out because then it would have been off the chain. We would have been in another cosmos right now. <laughs> but uh, why does he got the DMT pen or what? No, that's just <laughs> poor. Cosmos. Here we go. We got a call coming in. Let's see if this is our our buddy. Ooh, welcome to the Adam Dunn Show. Who do we got? We got Connor. Nobody. Hold on. Don't leave. Now we're good, right? No? Check one, two. Yo, yo, yo. Anyone there? I see you, but I don't hear you. The show's connected. <laughs> Could be something. Could be something. Hold okay. on. Hold your horses. Technical difficulty. Oh, yeah, we're, we're retarded. <laughs> Can't say retarded, bro. <laughs> old, Challenge. We come from a different time. We just it's it's kind of ingrained. Yeah, it's one of those things. It was like I stopped all the other re- really bad ones. Okay. Do you still say gay? No, I don't say it anymore. I don't say <laughs> gay. I tr- I mean, I did for a little while, and it was kind of like wow, it's a hard one to stop. It's yeah. a really bad. Uh, now it's like I'm so glad I'm I'm over it. <laughs> but it was like I do to my gay friends. Yeah, you could say gay. I do it too all t- all the time to my gay friends, but I actually qualify it as in a in a good way. Or just there are the way you say it, like, like <laughs> your body word. language. I know it's horrible, but it's you horrible. can't say something's gay like around kids. You gotta be careful. No, no, I know it's like, horrible. You can't say this. It's horrible. Like, I mean, most kid, of the shit that we were taught in the seventies is yeah, not good. If your kids start saying <laughs> that, that that shit's gay, grossly really inappropriate. What like you said about I have my my kid's seven and he has two. That's interesting. Two two kids. Hello. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, yeah. How are we going? Two kids transitioning. How are we going? Is that Connor? Yeah, I can hear you, Adam. All right, cool. Uh, we can hear you too. I'll finally hear you now. Good. Okay, cool. So, uh, I bigged you up. I didn't know how, but kind of. <laughs> uh, at the same time, I left it very mysterious. So, it's, it's man of mystery. He's still a man of mystery on the show. So, tell us. Uh, because my friend here, uh, Dave, he's he's had a lab here for for quite a while, um, s- really concentrating, focusing on CBD, and you know, uh, putting a lot of energy and time into that. <coughs> and I know that if you have uh, a lot going on when it comes to ideas about breeding and things, and I think you know it's a good good chance to kind of shoot the shit. I was hoping to have you here, as I was saying earlier. I really wanted to have yeah, you because yeah. I know if I had Tanner. Fr- thing is, I, by not having Tanner actually in the room, we could actually still do a, a podcast. Because I don't know if it would have worked. He, this place is kind of small. You, you get a word in, yeah. Yeah, I know yeah. it would have been Kick way. Me out. Been I would, and I'm bad <laughs> enough. So imagine with Tanner. Around. Where's Tanner out of? Tanner's from Georgia originally, but he used to live here. He lived here for a long time. He's, he's hanging in the background, lurking around. Probably is he lurking around? Oh, always, <laughs> always lurking. So, Connor, uh, give, always, us a, always talking, give us a little um, background. Uh, you know, just kind of what you're, where you're coming from. Because when we talked before, I could tell you were way, way more advanced as far as. Uh, 
you're, the way you're coming at stuff when it comes to breeding, and most people that I know, most people that I know are pretty much pollen, pollen, pollen chucking, throwing shit at things. But but at the same time, kind of have their finger on the pulse. <laughs> hopefully, you know, hopefully have some good stock. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I did uh, my undergrad at University of Tennessee. Um, originally from Tennessee. I'm mm-hmm. uh, actually working here for uh, uh, Lab Canada Biosciences um, out of Nashville. Uh, did my PhD at uh, Texas A&M, and uh, cool. I have a I'm actually the scientific director of both uh, Lab Canada and FinShark <coughs> LLC, which is kind of some of my my graduate research, um, and that's a uh, that's commercialization of uh, kind of federal dollars to commercialization pro- uh, project for, for bioproducts through the USDA. It's an advanced research project, um, but th- that all got commercialized, so I'm doing that remotely, and uh, here lately I've started getting into uh, hemp. So what do you, so yeah, you guys have been, uh, so you've been playing around with some hemp, uh, uh, just doing classic breeding, or, or cannabinoid hemp, I'm assuming too, right? <laughs> Like drug, so, drug variety hemp? What, one of the things that I'm actually looking at, um, my, my previous research has always been uh, genetic engineering. Um, I'm also, I can play around with uh, you know, some genome editing. Um, but That's right now, sure. there's so much of a push to try to get some of these miners into production. Yep. I feel like one of the best ways to do that is, is really going through... Um, Synthetic biology, metabolic, metabolic engineering, and whatnot. Do you mean that in the oh, yeah, sense of like growing it on you're yeast? Familiar with like, well, well, I mean, you can you can always do that with yeast, but I mean, I feel like people are going to want a true plant product, um, and being able to produce miners, um, whether it's you know CBG or CBN or or what have you? I mean, being able to produce that as your majority cannabinoid, yeah, definitely. Uh, kind of when you go into extraction, you're not you know cleaning up mother to get these. Yeah, that's your that's your primary extraction at that point. Yeah, so like we saw that with uh, the Oregon guys dropping all the CBG genetics, the pure CBG exactly. genetics this last year, right? They were doing that through like some kind of control of the enzyme. So, what you're looking at is you know control of a few enzymes and with these enzymes so for say for example the production of thca uh which is you know decarbed into you know delta 9 thc but delta 9 or well uh, thca synthase if you were to knock that out and the plant no longer have the function yep. of that gene yep to make the transcript to make the protein which is the enzyme it ceases the function of producing THCA. Yep. In the same manner, you can control and regulate the levels of cannabinoids in, in production of what gets produced or what doesn't get produced, the same way you would adjust traffic through traffic lights. If you make a traffic light that usually is a four-way stop, it only is green one way, you can't take a left. If you're a metabolite, it's the same idea. You're so only awesome. going one It'd be a problem solver point. for everybody testing hot well, for their THC. Well, that it's it's not only that, right? Like it's the theoretically, and I have a couple of questions for you on that because that's fucking awesome and exactly Absolutely. how I figured this would have to happen. But so, 
um, it controls like how it builds all those right so not only are you dealing with like you can have a little bit of thc theoretically so you're always just compliant or you could completely eliminate thc but theoretically you could like so what we've seen so far is all those cbga plants coming down which really they've just stopped the enzyme from producing anything but if you right, could right, actually they, have it start they, producing thcv and shit yeah. right like sure. so I, I would have two questions what one delta eight what about delta eight well delta eight's like an isomer of Delta nine, yeah, right? It's and, more of like that's a lot of that post processing. Once you get past the acetiforms, yeah, um, moving around a lot of the delta, what have you, you know, that's all a lot of isomerization. Yeah. Okay. So, um, would it be so? Two two thoughts, because you know, obviously, CBN's in a lot of demand, and people are doing a very weird synthesis of hemp-based CBD into CBN right now. In fact, most of the CBN out there is really fucking dirty, and if it's coming from hemp, like, they've done some really weird shit to be able to get it to happen, and we just cleaned some up from a lab that had a bunch of PhDs that were like, well, how much resolvent, how much residual solvent is acceptable? And we were like, well, fucking none, man, especially when it's hexane, right? But whatever, like, it was absurd. So there's some, but Given that CBN is a degrade, theoretically a degraded version of THC, is it possible to control that through an enzymatic reaction, I guess, in the plant? Well, if you also look at the, can the you synthesis the of the actual terpene structure, one is going to be made from general pyrophosphate, GPP, as where CBN, if it's synthesized in the cell, is done with neuropyrophosphate. So if you actually knock out the GPP synthase, you could actually work just NPP synthase and only end up with CBN. Oh, that's fucking cool. Because that w- that'll be game changing. You said doing it in, in the field. like. No, I'm just wondering if you could apply any of this kind of stuff after the, after the uh, fact on like young plants at any given stage or something like that, or does it have to be uh, in the, in the plant no, itself? Cause, cause what, what you're doing is essentially isolating a pathway. So like, if, if you've ever been to a big sporting event um, and you, you know, you can't get out certain ways of, of town or can't get through certain ways of town. Yeah. I mean, that's essentially what we're doing. All yeah. that carbon we're directing into one pathway and building it up. That, that, that's the way I feel like a lot of these specialty cultivars are going to have to be done. That's interesting. So what about the Varens and, you know, like a, a, you know, a theoretical type four um, and THCVs and shit like that? Isn't the original precursor a CBGVA? And is it possible to derive, I mean, is that something that could actually be a precursor that's already there? Or is that derived from CBG itself? I mean, I don't know dick about how to actually modify genes like that. but I'm sure there's some isomerization there possible. um, But as you start getting down the the pathway, um, that is like further down a tertiary stem of that metabolism. So there's not as much of like a return there may be isomerization in like processing um but as far as biologically speaking those are fairly derivative groups so we would want to have something that was already dominant in cbgva and then you would be able to control the varin outputs cbdv tacv all that sort of shit which most chemotypes that are available now are because i mean they've been bred for thca or cbda Yep. So that that's kind of the chemotype that that the structure is kind of leaning towards towards most of these these genomic groups that people are are sharing seed for. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's yeah. awesome. 
Exactly. Are you actively doing that stuff now? And actually, I guess, I mean, another question, and I, I would assume anybody that's interested in this kind of shit would want to know. I mean, are you, as you're going through that and going through kind of chemotype testing and whatnot, I mean, are you patenting those things and the output? I mean, given that now, you know, the hemp doors have been opened up with the USDA and shit, I mean, is that something that you we're, pursue we're, as part of these still, projects? So... Lab Canada has has been really big with you know joint ventures and and really trying to help out a lot of the farmers in Middle Tennessee process their material and stuff. Like we're we're not really in it for the money, so I don't really see that happening. Um, but I mean, maybe licensing out seed eventually. Uh, but we're still kind of in the R and D as far as development is going for for some of our our own cultivars. Yeah, that's I mean it's cool. It's cool. I mean, I, I know that um, Oregon CBD were the only guys that were actively, you know, at least promoting the pure CBG zero THC strains. And it sounds like there was a bunch of acres that were brought online this last year. Everybody's still wanting a, a high dollar premium. When you're talking about in the field with like a CBG plant, if you pulled it earlier, would it be test higher in CBG? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, generally, it's a veg state that has your higher CBG levels. I think. I mean, it. You know, you start to convert to cannabinoids. You know, your your dominant cannabinoids pretty fucking early. So you could. I mean, mow it down young and yeah. just keep going like carpets. So, yeah. so just go carpets. Well, you could definitely pick a plant a little earlier. I think the the kind of overall and direct like way for this to work is to go ahead and grab as as much. Uh, of that carbon that's going through that metabolic pathway and direct it into a single cannabinoid. Um, and the, the better you can do that and or dam off the, the end of the metabolism, I think that's kind of the way to go. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's also interesting because people are now going to be able to produce serious acreage, you know, whereas before, even when people have an acre, everybody grew kind of space them out and kind of danced with the idea but i think once people get the idea like oh shit it's just acres you know it just like doesn't give a fuck how much when the stress of not having to test hot would be awesome there's a lot i mean for all those for the traditional agronomists yeah like that's what they need ultimately right like i've learned through the years we came at this like cannabis guys and i mean i see guys on on the chat that you know shudder at this kind of shit i mean we came from growing ganja and that's the way that we always you know did it but as you start to this is that game has changed now right this is large-scale agriculture well, it's, it's and big ag now. it's big ag it's a, it's, it's a whole different whole different story a whole different yeah animal. they need you a way that they can it's just impossible yeah they got to plant efficiently they got to harvest efficiently they got to be able to turn it into whatever product that whoever is processing it needs it to be very efficiently all of this stuff has to happen i mean when you're starting to deal with hundreds of acres jesus for the dry and everything yeah it, it's ridiculous Yep, things changed very, very quickly. I've never seen an industry ramp quite like this did, right? Like from when, you know, we were first hanging out, you know, and like we were winning CBD cups and shit to where things are now. Like it is fucking bonkers. And once you've realized the scale of even doing that, I mean, hell, when we first ran our first quarter acre, it was like, holy shit. It was like, holy shit, drying this is a fucking, is going to be hell. Is there... Is there an emergency? No. Absolutely. You have to also figure out here, uh, at least in the southeast, we have a good bit of uh, tobacco infrastructure is fairly ready to be flipped over. 
Um, and that's actually something that I think people are going to see a lot of good stuff, a lot of solutions come out of North Carolina and Tennessee and Kentucky. 100%, even on the drying side, right? Because, like, tobacco, you know, traditionally it was a drying barn being hung in a big, you know, aired-out barn, which is grossly inefficient. And For Burley, yeah. Were you seeing... In in North Carolina, they do fluke-cure tobacco, so it's also, it's got, like, a little room with, like, a little chimney, and you're pulling pulling moisture out with the the flue or the, the chimney. Yeah. Um, and then they grow a little pica tobacco a little north of there. And if you get up in Virginia, that's your Virginia pales, which are also uh, white burley. Um, and we're kind of here in Tennessee, we're kind of on the back end of what was the burley belt. So, yeah, that, it, it, there's, there's, there's material here to do finger transplanting and, and all yep. kinds of stuff. And a lot of this stuff being turned over to hemp. Because I mean, the money's there, and after the you know 2003. Well, hopefully it is anyway, right? Like I mean, (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of people that did the same shit that we did. I mean, you know, six years ago now, and like just jumped out there and ran hundreds of fucking acres because it's like, holy shit, it's our new cash crop, and then they don't, you know, have any place to sell it. And yeah, what to do? It's like 69 percent of people. 69 percent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yep. People bail stuff wet. I mean, just all kinds of crazy things that when you hear about it, you're like. You did what? <laughs> I mean, so I actually, I, there was a, <laughs> there's, I've heard good. some people talking like that they were successful using, um, well, yeah, making Josh the big marshmallows. Um, right? No. Jason Brooks. Brooks and Jason those guys, Brooks. yeah, Brooks used some of them and, I mean, acted like they were okay. There was somebody else I saw though the other day that they were like, yep, we cut them open and everything's fucking A-okay. Um, yeah, the silage harvest style, right? they're the silage balers. There's but, obviously a key to it mm-hmm. or a trick. Right. So I mean, if you, I think the thing is to let it like die on the field, become super dry, and then yeah. yeah. But what, how do you do that in Cali? Right, or how do you do that on the East Coast? Colorado thing. Yeah, that's a Colorado thing, or in a really Colorado, dry climate. Like Tennessee's humid as fuck, right? They can't just field dry like that. I mean, they get rain all the time. Like no, exactly. But for us, uh, a lot of a lot of even our uh, better biomass and. And you know, even some some flour we were able to put in uh, enclosed barns. And later October is kind of cool, and we get the occasional rain. But I mean, overall, I mean, we the stuff has been cured in these barns for you know hundreds of years. It's it's not a bad way to go. Uh, for a lot of the stuff, we we did some uh, kind of indoor controlled environment uh, drying, and and we did a little little shucking and and, and cleaning up of uh, stuff wet, but. We Most shucked. of it's been uh, been dried and cleaning it up now. So much shucking. Um, have you seen much no, of the uh, the automated, like the uh, the conveyor belt dryer type? You know, the things that look like the back end of a semi that you know conveyor belt all the way through. <coughs> it? Absolutely. So, so, I, yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, actually, uh, for the engineered tobacco work with Sinshark up in North Carolina, uh, we actually processed our tobacco through a massive belt dryer up at Universal um, and, and they're just this thing's the size of a football field um, and then awesome. here in uh, Middle Tennessee uh, we have a uh, joint venture with a group that has a, a belt dryer and a uh, whole processing area did you so say Tennessee have, uh, have one. Yeah. in Tennessee yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard K- Kentucky and Tennessee are about to blow up with hemp yeah, I mean, well, Kentucky, well, you know, it, had the support it is, of Is it because of that McConnell infrastructure that exists with the tobacco? Partially, for sure, right? Um, There's a lot of... A lot of it's the infrastructure um, that already exists. People, actually, what I've heard from uh, my tobacco partner 
uh, is up in North Carolina is actually that those that had a hundred plus acre contract with RJR or Philip Morris uh, USA, well now uh, Altria, um, if they had a hundred plus acre contract for tobacco, that they had to at least do five to ten percent of that in hemp to keep their contract, just so that RJR and Altria have hemp to work with to figure out what they want to do in the marketplace, test it out. Sweet Jesus. Because they see the money, they're like, maybe we should ditch this tobacco. Be smart. We have all the we have all these farmers green for 100 plus acres. So wh- what are we going to do? If they got like finger transplants and do the same thing that, that we do. Yeah, for, yep. Time to switch the seeds, basically. Shit's nuts. Yeah. That shit's nuts. Odd, odd world, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, because before it was all big myths and oh my god, they they bought all this land, but now, you know, obviously, definitely true in some sense. Dude, I mean, how much is THC gonna lean into the same direction, right? Like, I mean, I think that's where you know everybody wants to be the next Coca Cola or Bud Light. I think that's where the next Bud Light comes from is like this large scale fucking ag stuff, like Central Valley California type shit. Yeah, that's where it always comes from. Yeah, it will be. It will come from Central Valley yeah. California. I prefer my microbrew. I mean, me too. Like, but are we the one percent that like, and we grow it ourselves? That's the weird thing. Is like we think that this is the way that it should be because this is what we like grow to smoke, and we don't even go into the fucking dispensaries. <laughs> and so it's like we are not the market that actually. And yet still making money, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Someone's there. The the, the Walmart of weed it will, will show up. It helps for tourism. You know, it brings money. So. Yeah, and you know it's it's impossible to keep to feed that animal, just like it is McDonald's or anything to keep it. You know, at a certain point you have to cut your cut your losses and sort of people know your shit sucks, but it's consistent. Yeah, you have to come up with something very consistent. That's all. That's that's the hardest part. With cannabis, has always been hard. Like consistency is like even for like a small shop or a little place. After like a couple months, you're like, oh shit, it's a little bit different. All your customers know every little minute de- detail, and you're like, oh my god. You know, the thing that makes me think that boutique type cannabis will still win is that when you drive around, like, say, Central Cali in Northern California, and there's just fucking wine as far as the eye could see, right? Just grape fields so many fucking grape fields it's like how could anybody drink this much fucking wine and that's just one wine producing region in the world right there's a whole shit ton of them and yet you know there's still boutique wineries that sell out of their complete allocation every single year and they run a handful of small acres and people will pay you know their left nut to be able to get on their allocation list and I mean, I don't even drink wine, and I keep an allocation going from Sea Smoke, and it's fucked up, right? Like, but they are the, they they make dank ass wine, and I have a bunch of friends that love it, and I give it away as Christmas presents and all that sort of shit. So just seeing that that model still exists gives me some confidence that, you know, all that shit still works. I mean, there will be, and that'll be like a full time job, heavy, you know, industry minded, but yet still craft if you want to be that guy yeah because there's only like fucking a handful of even those guys on the wine side right but i mean it exists and it's awesome right it's i mean and that's what i would want to buy if i wasn't growing how many times have you gone in a store and they you know have something that's you know seasonal and local even though it's something like you know kroger i don't know what y'all have out there but uh you know your regular grocery store but they got you know something you know locally sourced or heirloom i feel like that's always going to exist and if there's legalization there's 
you know, actually the ability to have that on storefront. I mean, yeah. that may exist as well, but I, I think that'll always exist at some point. Heirloom tomato seeds still sell for bank, don't oh they? Oh, yeah. They're expensive. Yeah. If you look at Oregon, yeah. like the craft brew, it's, what, 27% of the market or something? And that's how they want their weed. But you go one state up in Washington, and hmm. they like their salts. <laughs> they like their bag appeal, you know? It may be a tutorial kind of thing, though. I mean, you may end up finding, uh, you know, some Walmart like of cannabis or hemp, you know, in the southeast. But you know, in states that have been legal, like California or Colorado, it, it, there may end up still being a lot heavier kind of farm to market, so to speak, type presence. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's places that have twenty, twenty five, thirty shops now. You know, so you're like, damn, it's, like, it's starting to become kind of yeah. it's getting you know you like you see a hundred live wells you know, you're like oh live well native live roots is, native there's roots a gas like, station yeah. in carter springs there's a few 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 guys here with oh you know just grinding away and picking up old shops starting even new shops so it's it's something but colorado's very uh minimal population that's the problem with here like, yeah i mean yeah. what is the you, population here I don't know. The entire state's like one sixth the size of LA, isn't it? Like as far as population, it's only like five total for the whole state, right? Yeah. yeah, small. I, I lived and worked out at uh, the uh, Noble Foundation in Ardmore, Oklahoma, quite literally the middle of middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, w- I was and, down uh, there recently. Between that and Texas, between that and Texas, like I never knew so many people could not live anywhere close to each other. <laughs> How recently <laughs> were you there? In Ardmore. Uh, Oklahoma, when I was in uh, Ardmore, that would have been, I don't know, about six or seven years ago. How's the food? Something like that. <laughs> it's pretty rough, right? How's the food? Yeah. Man, it, I mean, there's only like two options. Yeah, there's like, nothing the down there. 300 miles. Yeah. There's a lot of people setting up big finish. down there because it's right there close to Texas, so they figure once it, Texas goes, yeah. Texas will be a big deal. The, the research facility there, the, the Noble Foundation was absolutely wonderful. Wonderful people. What um, is it? A CBD person. research? No, uh, uh, this was actually uh, Panicum Vergatum, the switchgrass uh, bioenergy work guy. Uh, oh, wow. Looking uh, actually, while, while I was there, I was looking at uh, the variants in the Panicum Vergatum genome, uh, looking for the diploid progenitor. So uh, this, this is all bioenergy research uh, a while ago. Wow. Yeah, it's it's. I think the cannabis world is gonna go. Uh, you know, it's all cannabis when it comes to hemp and CBD and THC and all that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> plant-wise. Especially because there's so many other components that we haven't really. Everyone's just focusing, hyper-focusing on that one thing: like CBD extraction, throw the rest away, hardly any stems turning into anything, hardly you know, just a lot of waste. And in a few years, hopefully, they'll figure That's out. That's coming, right? Like, I think that relies on processors that are there able to take in the material. And well, once people aren't going crazy and tar- charging a dollar a seed and people are, like, realistic about it and they can grow, mm-hmm. like, 15,000 an acre and just fucking dump them out. You know, yeah. And then come in and cut them early, get them at the peak moment right there, boom, when they're nice and tender and easy. Dry Seems like it's a good case for autoflowers. Yeah. You know, oh, and, and double harvest that shit. Jeff if you're just Lofel, really Jeff going Lofel. for cannabinoids. Shout out Jeff Lovell. 
<laughs> that's probably what the only he's good a, use for autofire right i mean but no, it there's to gotta sense. be some good uses for autofires we gotta figure it out that is it yeah, that's like it. Yeah. i mean outdoor distillate production for a large-scale manufacturer that was just running hundreds of acres if that existed right like you would auto flowers make sense in those worlds if you're just literally been, farming cannabinoids we're actually trying this out uh this year doing a double crop system where when we harvest the autoflower, then the rest of the sativas uh, that are photoperiod correct will just go ahead and stretch over the space, like basically short spacing. See, that's what the PhD oh, nice. does. Then, I ain't yep, stupid. What do you mean short space? <laughs> Close. So whatever you want to do your final spacing on for your sativa, depending on how big the cultivar is supposed to get over the time that you're actually able to mm-hmm. have a productive veg season and yep. stretch. Um, when you figure out your actual spacing, um, go in in between and basically drop a auto flower transplant there. So then when you come in and harvest your auto flower, your plants are almost going to be touching and they'll be ready to be kind of basically thinned out and you'll be taking every other plant and then your long sativas can stretch out and become the massive plants they need to. Meanwhile, you already have a jump start on your harvest and, and curing of your good smokable flower. Just making you know, use of your space. Ahead. It's using your especially, nine. Especially nice if it's, in a, uh, if it's in like a bed or something like that too where you can just kind of use each other and like flip-flop it from that point on, you know? Throw some other ones right after yeah. that. Right after that yeah. one's done, throw some new ones in and just auto flower right after those ones, you know, just on the other side. Well, there was, uh, yeah. I went and visited a big farm down in Arizona and they were literally growing out in the desert like they had a big plots that were growing date trees and shit like that and their summer harvest was fucking awful because, I mean, just got beat by you know 110 120 degree heat and wind but but they were looking for their fall harvest and i realized those guys can basically run regulars all year until spring run auto flowers in the spring as the daylight's getting a little longer so they don't get all wonky and then they just don't grow anything in the summer Mm -hmm. when everybody else does their one harvest these guys get you know another three basically yeah it's not a bad deal I mean, Arizona's beautiful yeah. in the middle of the fucking winter. But, I was you know. pretty <laughs> impressed with your buddy's place the other day. La Plata Labs, Josh? Oh, yeah. Josh, right? La Plata Josh, yeah. He was milling it. Simplified it, simplified it and just crushed it. Yeah, they uh, chick- uh, converted chicken coops. What was it so. 12 million hemp seeds or something? Something like that. You said 30, oh, you said 30, you said 35 <laughs> gallon buckets. Who knows what he said? The whole hemp game makes me shudder at this point. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lot, a lot, a lot. That's a lot of seeds, man. You know, in general, uh, you know, it's one of those deals where you uh, can do a lot of damage, especially in the seed game, uh, both good and bad. <laughs> when you say damage, it could be good damage, it could be bad damage. Uh, you heard about all the farmers either like suing their seed provider and another yeah, guy like it was somebody I can't remember where the hell I just read that there was somebody that had a huge crop pulled because it was all THC they just sold them shitty ganja seeds yeah, <laughs> the one that they had <laughs> like online seven, like 7% or something like that the one <laughs> they had online it, they made it look like <laughs> it was weed but it turned out it was just hot hemp Gotcha. I don't know. There's a few like there's another thing too where it said something like there was like a huge amount, seven million plants in there. That's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was really it was That's just hot hemp. One. Yeah, they definitely made it sound like it was that, ganja, I'm ganja. Pr- not, I don't know 100, percent but I'm no, pretty sure that. I turned heard out one was like seven percent, which is like I thought, that's so bad. that's weed ish. Yeah. It's the worst. It's bad like, weed. It's like the worst. Where do you even get 7% weed seeds? 
That's the weirdest thing. That's what I said. I, I like, almost said who, but it might get me in trouble. Uh, yeah, There's some guy in Oregon that's got uh, some really good, horrible hemp seeds. Oh, there's a lot of them, I'm sure. Uh, there's probably a guy in Colorado, too. There's so probably a bunch, dude, especially with last year and all the new farmers coming online and being able to get, you know, 50 cents or a dollar a seed or some bullshit. There was a lot of people taking No name dropping. Yeah, like it was fucked up. That's The whole scene's fucked up like that. Well, yeah, it's a doggy dog fucking world quickly. It's like all of a sudden everybody and their brothers got seeds. and yeah, Everybody's know. a new CBD breeder. <laughs> <laughs> Until these new laws go into effect. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the Consultant benefit. Despite all the CD, pain in the CBD ass breeders. with it, like it's, you know, that's for the best. Oh, absolutely. I think it's funny that everybody's freaking out about the new USDA regs <laughs> saying that it's total THC as if they haven't been going because Colorado's always been total THC uh a buddy of mine's farm hit me up and they were like is it just me or has it always been like this for us and I'm like no dude it's that's just a weird game of claiming that because it's THCA that you know and I'm like well by that same accord like my OG is just THCA (laughs) like (laughs) is that hemp can I just grow a field OG and be like yeah this is legit right (laughs) oh my god it went hot (laughs) fucking idiots it's. I mean, I knew people were taking advantage of the situation, but to be that pissed off that they're not going to allow that, it's like, well, dude, I mean, I thought everybody kind of knew that one was coming. Like, you know, they use a GC, the GC decarbs <coughs> it. Like, that was always the case in Colorado is that the Department of Ag tested with a GC. So all this HPLC shit showing acid forms yeah. wasn't really relevant. Yeah. So dumb. <laughs> and and right now, like in Tennessee, we are, we are currently, you know, a, a – Delta nine state, so that's not only not only the only thing that they were really looking at as far as whether it's hemp or not, but we don't have a state board, so they're outsourcing it to a private lab already. <laughs> so I mean, how are you going to enforce the law when not only do we not even have a GC, we don't have an HPLC, we don't have you know, any type of type of separation and, and spec, or even some state board to run it. That's so. <laughs> Yeah, how, how are you going to enforce it even? So Are interesting. Sending out to a privatized lab. Missouri was the same shit, and they have to send theirs to a lab in Illinois, I think. Missouri. Yeah. Uh, it, the, a lot of stuff is going to Illinois. Actually, uh, my advisor uh, for graduate school, uh, his wife actually helped set up some of their hemp analytical stuff. Uh, they're all using uh, up there in Illinois. They're using HPLC pads, so it's a uh, pulse atomic detector so a lot more accurate than the like uv that a lot of these hplcs around here are are strapped up with that's sweet dude smart yeah it's like uh it's gonna be interesting in like five or ten years where it goes i think i think in the next few and less than that it's gonna be a lot i mean it's gonna go like faster than fucking fuck people are gonna be i mean not only the molecules and figuring that that all out but also then the the other properties of the plant are gonna become more relevant, I think. Uh, well, well right now, think about how much how much birds are around. Like you know, people are are you know needing housing, cheap housing. Like and you know, hempcrete's you know pretty pretty easy to make, especially when you consider how cheap and how abundant all these hemp birds are. I've tried to pitch my dad on hempcrete for ten years. <laughs> Come on, dad! That's amazing, absolutely well, amazing. 
Well, yeah. and what and what Connor's doing with the genetics is honestly the way it should go for cannabinoid development because there's a lot of people pushing just synthetics, suppress, right? Suppress. And like or growing cannabinoids on other molecules or just j- doing it synthetically in a lab in general, and that's where pharma's going to go. And I yeah. agree. Like, I mean, at least. You know, it should come from CBD the plant. for sure. And really just controlling the enzymatic reaction type stuff doesn't seem nearly as GMO as saying, hey, I'm going to modify it to where now I can spray pesticides all over the shit and it doesn't die. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind exactly. of a different exactly. game. I think what he said with the concrete and the textiles is what's going to keep the hemp alive with saturation. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, the, the, the diversification in bioproducts means ultimately diversification in the cultivars that are grown. So regionally, you're going to have, you know, your own producers of different subcomponents of the hemp industry as their main component or their main purpose for, for growing that particular crop. And then regionally by regionally, you're going to have, you know, it's going to play out where some, some areas are going to be better for fiber production, others are going to be better for, for flour, others are just simply going to be bulk biomass. Yep. Like, you're going to end crazy. up with regional, regional subsets. And, and, you, and again, all that shit comes out in the wash, it's crazy. Like, when you're breaking a plant down, whether it be physically, like, like trimming it and cutting it or whatever, you see the different style plants all the time. You see some that are just, like, terrible stems. The stems fall yeah. apart. Buds are awesome. Yeah. But they need a whole bunch of support. And you have other ones that are, like, woody as fuck. But well, dude, we first started growing ACDC as a hemp plant, right? It was one of the varieties that qualified anyway if you pulled it a little bit early. So, like, in 2014, mm-hmm. but that plant fucking sucks to try and grow outside or in a greenhouse. I mean, the stems are just as floppy mm-hmm. as they could be. So, it's like you have to trellis it on it. several stages to be <laughs> able to get it to grow. So, like, right. I mean, some of those things were just fucking horrible. Three-level scrog. Yeah, but eventually one. we had to, you know, it was all we had to work with in the beginning, right? There was only I six or seven when, varieties that qualified. Keeping your numbers down, you got to scrub. What's that, Connor? Good, 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 good local ecotypes. I mean, a lot of these people right now uh, trying to grow compliant either CBD or fiber, what have you, in all these different areas of the nation are ultimately selecting a ecotype, which later better lines can then be bred back to. So you end up with an enriched ecotype of your genome for the traits that you were looking for that you wanted to breed back into that area, that, that particular region or, or environment. Yeah, that's cool. That's where everything will eventually get to. Yeah, I mean, the, especially when it comes to the farmers, all they want to do is grow compliant shit. They're really, like, scared of that. That's like They're the, not weed guys that understand no. how all this really works and, oh, well, it's going to spike at this day and then I need to cut by the... Like, that's not something that farmers can deal with. And what if, you know, there's in, environmental conditions... It's going to be that, interesting to see how many farmers get out of it because of all this... Oh, dude, it's going to fucking kill people. Hot. Kill people. There's massive I, I think it's going to be re- a revolving door for the next next three to five years. If, if CAC doesn't become legal federally... You're going to see a revolving door of people coming in and people going out, and it's kind of going to get, you know, some point of saturation. But the actual players involved are, are definitely going to be in and out for, you know, their various reasons until really that there's something substantial and uh, you know some type of infrastructure that, that kind of regionally dominates or or fills in gaps where where, where they really weren't before in production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's. Uh it's going to be very like people have have like either hit the, hit the fucking lottery and have the right strange selection already are locked in are already fucking 
doing shit or you know and, and it's just a matter of like them grouping up with the right people versus starting from scratch and I mean, I think the hemp game is going to be defined by adaptability or just shit wads of money, right? Like, if you have enough cash, it can always carry you through, like, even horrible mistakes. And, and, and those aren't mutually exclusive either, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you exactly. you got to figure at some point, <laughs> players are going to be getting bucks, right? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's honestly the only, the, reason, the only reason we've still been in business six years is, like, even despite failing miserably so many times, like, we've stayed you know adaptable and you know kind of ducked and moved and continued to change with you know as the industry changed like it's you know this thing's fucking nuts don't get comfortable no 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 like the oh, thought of hey i'm just gonna grow dank ass weed and get people high it's gonna be awesome like that's a far reality to most <laughs> does not exist though. <laughs> i'd like to think it does it does somewhere one day one day that will be my job. I'm excited for the textile side of it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're still not there. It, 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 we're actually with it, in Tennessee would probably be one of the states closest to. I mean, it's pretty much like Kentucky and those kind of places is the right climate. You know, textiles will be controlled by China, won't they? I mean, they grow they more are, yeah. fiber hemp than oh, anybody else. Yeah, they I crush mean, us. Yeah, like I mean, and I don't know that there's a way to compete with that kind of. You at this know, point, no. Firepower. No. No. Is at this point we're not. They're not strong. And they've got numbers. Yeah, so there'll be some like super heady acreage used for f- fiber that'll be super overpriced, and that'll be about it for the long run. That's honestly for, why we <laughs> dominate cannabinoid hemp right now, is because until we pass those laws, crushing my dreams. Cannabinoid hemp didn't really exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you're crushing mm-hmm. my textile dreams, Adam. Oh yeah, I'm sure I know that. <laughs> well, the, at some point, there's going to be excess stocks and herds around. I mean, someone's got to take, take advantage of all the material yeah. that's there yeah i think we'll see a, a bigger push behind hempcrete and then like graphene and like you know new technologies like that versus you know people that have already been playing the fiber game for years before us canada too right absolutely <laughs> well, like they, they're gonna see it as as a big surplus of a lot cheaper material to fuel their industry which is good it's gonna <laughs> get used but, but it's not gonna be a hemp company that uses all, all the fiber in the world <laughs> So, um, let's see what time is it. Six. Six Sounds like quarters. Slayers up there is playing or something. All right, so we have like what a half hour or something. <laughs> I gotta use the bathroom. Right yeah, there. a little over half hour. Okay. Because we started a little late, I guess. <coughs> but I mean, you heard the sound check, so I know we're kind of start, It's starting to get starting to get loud. It might be set time soon here. It might be time for some noise yeah. right here. Back, so um, backline setting up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna um finish off the the thing here Connor and uh, we definitely want to get you on the show again because uh, I think I want to come in and hang out when Connor's here and you should yeah next time you need to yeah, be in, come in I want you in town but you can I mean you can jump on whenever we need some uh, a guy I, 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 can Adam, kind of Adam I, Tanner, Tanner, I got a question for you though okay yes tell us hey, how do we how do we win this uh, th- this this light though <laughs> How do we win this? You should get it right in. Did you check your text messages? Who am I taking? Yes. Oh, because I'm having. Do you, can you get into info Adam Dunshow? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because you will have to do that then. Here. Can you oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Just go to the yeah. Just go to the app that's supposed to be in. Uh, I will find a winner. Okay. Good. Google thinks I'm in. Dan is saying we'll be there in a, in a few weeks. I don't know exactly when that'll be. Yeah, we do have to move a bunch of furniture. Uh, that's 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 definitely what the listeners want to hear. Tanner moving <laughs> furniture. It, it is what it is. Right, you know. it, yeah, we, add, we, we add, may need extra hands. May need extra. You never hands. know. Hey, any, any listeners in there want to come help Tanner move his? What do you got? Fish t- Tanner's into like fish tanks. That's the problem. Yeah, he's, 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 he's that friend that's into like saltwater saltwater tanks and shit. Come help me move. And you're like, no. <laughs> Worst radio guest like ever. Say friends. Yeah. Making a plug for, for moving. This is the wrong email. Just so you know. <laughs> so, yeah. It's in Gmail, though, right? Yeah, yeah it's in Gmail. <laughs> I need info at adamdunshow.com. Oh, no, I don't have access to that That's our biggest problem. Google thinks I'm an intruder right now, and it won't let me in, and I can't get a hold of KTI to get me. KTI is the only guy with that with that that code. I told I need to tell him to get me my number on that thing. So, so we're we're, we're locked out. I can't get into it from anything. My phone, the two laptops, nothing. It won't let me in because I can't get that code, and he won't write me back. Oh my god! All right, we got double emergencies going on. We got Tanner on one side. Needs to move his furniture next week and some ma- some other time zone. <laughs> but he wants an answer now. Now. Definitely, Tanner, we're down. We're going to do it. Right now. Guaranteed. And, Connor, I'm going to have you on the show again soon. Uh, I th- as, I, as, I figured, as I figured, you and uh, uh, I already knew right away. I was like, perfect. I'm going to have two guys together who are going to understand each other and make the show flow. I'll be sitting on the side going, holy shit. These guys have nailed it. But the, the, the key is that if you can t- literally turn shit off and grow fire terps and have all the other things that the planet has, I don't give a fuck about the THC because they can always get that. You know, it's like... THC isn't hard to come by either. THC is pretty easy to fucking, you know, get. So I, I mean, care. the laws suck as far as that the, the arbitrary point three compliance. Like, I mean, it sucks to have to work with. And, yeah. like, I think there's a there's a standard in Europe of I a ratio of CBD 1%. to yeah 1%, one, 1% with one, like a 20 to like 1 ratio or something nine. because that's really defining a point three or a type 3 drug mm-hmm. variety that won't produce enough THC to get anybody high when it has that much CBD in it right but you know getting people to be that smart about it is a fucking stretch dude it's like, just like how people shop for THC it's amazing that we've gotten to where the USDA has certified organic land that's growing hemp on it i mean i think that's a big deal and something that we could be sort of proud I, I of i think it's about time really yeah i mean especially to be growing drug variety hemp like i said it doesn't really exist anywhere else in the world and so despite the pains in the ass <laughs> with it it's pretty fucking cool a lot of opportunity yeah, for sure, for sure. Because um, I have to do shout-outs now and uh, have a little chat before we go with uh, yeah, Mr. Villain. What's up, Slayer? Everyone here wants your Slayer yeah. story. Slayer, Slayer. All right, so anyway, uh, <laughs> we'll talk soon, guys. Thanks, Connor, for coming. All right. Thanks, Thank Connor. Thank you. Right, See you. you. Thanks Peace. for the education. Sure. Yeah, killer, killer job. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, those dudes are awesome. Uh, so that's yeah. savage levels of shit too man like just understanding how to be able to control like 
enzyme reactions yeah. within plant cells and stuff and then consistently produce seed that always does that. It's fucking nuts. See, right? I have Problem a, solver see, the reason why I asked about all the, the farmers with the... The reason why I asked about the uh, after point is I know somebody who told me a while ago, he said, oh, dude, you can just go in the field and throw some enzymes on, you know, certain enzymes on, and that shit will just won't grow THC. And I was like, what? No, you can't. And he's like, yeah, you can. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, Sounds scary. He, said, he told me the same thing. He's like, it'll turn off genes and fucking. Won't I make mean, it. that makes some sense, right? Like, I, I don't like, know how plants no, absorb that and react to it and stuff, but that's. He said a few different enzymes, correct? Yeah, like, as soon as I heard what Oregon CBD was doing, I was like, dude, I don't think they're really GMOing really as much as they are just turning off the it, activity of certain It almost enzymes. sounds like it at first because that's what I thought of. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't sound... A CBG plant, anyway, given it's the precursor for everything, like, it was like, oh, well, they're just turning the shit off that makes it turn into other things, and it's growing the same way that it would have otherwise, right? At least, I don't know. Pretty fucking cool to even know how to do it. Like, that dude's obviously... Yeah, he's on point. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, and that's that's uh, definitely, like, a you know, game changer if, it, if you're doing it and you're making it work. And It's cool. That's the, that's the good part about this industry is that people are going to have some uh, serious minds working behind it with a little bit of a budget, you know, maybe not. People with big degrees, like yeah, friend. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's in there, like, hustling to try and build the next Coca-Cola or anything. He's yeah. doing it just because he, you know, is smart as shit, knows how to do it, loves mm-hmm. weed. Mm-hmm. You know, he's it's, into it. He's it's cool. <clears throat> yep. And it, it's, it's interesting, too, because, like, my kid's, like, seven, so by the time he's in, like, High school, it'll be like, oh, it's just like another degree. People do cannabis say, degree. It'll be, it'll be just normal. It's definitely that's happening already, right? Yeah. You, there's already university level courses and yeah. cannabis degrees. It's pretty fun, cool. Yeah, and it's gonna be even more and more like to the point of like people. It is hilarious. It's amazing how much information there like, is out there compared you know, to when we started. Kids will be. Uh, I think earlier before, right when we got. We got a we got a call, <laughs> and I was like, "And my kid, no, he has uh, two kids in his class are transitioning, and he's only seven. Not wow. hormonally transitioning, but wow. least, you know, they like uh, contrast. <laughs> so like, like, it's cool as long as they don't like start growing, growing fucking reversed. You know, like the way. So they, they have kids. to have a separate bathroom at this school. No, <laughs> there's a Simpsons or a South Park or something about that recently, wasn't there? There was something. There's always a South Park about whatever <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. talking about. Like, yeah. <laughs> before, I'm like, what? <laughs> and I go back and watch it, and I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I forgot so I, classic. I forgot I had Hulu. Everyone's like better and better. This season was on point. The Tegrity Farb shit. Yeah, so it's fucking funny. hilarious. <laughs> so, you can't so, go this way. You're taking away from my family. So, so let's, 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 um, as we get swamped out by whoever's playing. Whatever. I think it's just PA check still, right? Sounds or is like somebody Slayer. actually playing? I don't know. I think it sounds like the first band is up. All right. I could right. be wrong, though. This is kind of a good background anyway. Yeah. So, um, let's, let's, uh, do the shout outs real quick. Or should we just talk until the end of the shots? We'll just talk a little bit more into the shots at the very end because we have that fucking giveaway. So, well, uh, what? We, I, I don't. We can't do the giveaway. We can't get into the email unless he texts you back. Remember, I can't get a hold of KTI. I a problem solver. <laughs> Give it to me. This is two weeks in a row. Though. This is I know that's three weeks now. I, yeah, I, I, but I can't get into any of the accounts. I've tried uh, different ways. Text CC. Huh? Text CC. To 
because she's been trying to do the same thing with uh, KTI all day, I think, also for some other stuff. So see if she managed to uh, okay. succeed, and then might help right. you. Say, say, we're having the. If the not, just give it to me. Give it to you. We get you. Or me and him could do rock, paper, hacker. scissors. Uh, <clears throat> no, but in general, uh, South Park, fucking amazing. <laughs> Integrity Farms on point. So hilarious. The Medman thing they did was just the Medman Med thing was brilliant. epic. You know, <laughs> I it, didn't see that one. Don't ruin it. Oh man, you, you will be. <laughs> it's a, it's an ongoing theme. Like it was in the most recent one too. Oh yeah, and so <laughs> they, uh, they 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 do a very good job. Very good job. I'll just leave it at that. Go go watch it. Great job. Uh, but in general, all those guys, I always say like they should be running like they, oh, every single one of them from Simpsons, Simpsons, Family Guy. Uh, all of them, they should all be like part of the like higher uh, power government. <laughs> like they're just like so unfortunate. I still have Simpsons quotes that run through my head all the time. They nail it. All right, so you want to hear Homer some of the rest Simpson. of the shit, basically? Well, this is the thing. All right, let's let's start from the beginning. Let's say. All right. Let's so say. Let's say. Let's let's say that fateful. That's fateful day. Yes. Yeah, so, fateful day. Um, <laughs> okay. So. I, I, I so this is still. I think we were. Uh, you know, we were elite cannabis. We were still doing elite botanicals at the time. And bike pops up a post on Facebook, um, looking for weed for, and he went ahead and dropped the band name. Yeah. And, uh, I, I saw it and I've been a Slayer fan since I was 12. And the worst Um, part is, and the worst part is, is it was like two minutes earlier, Call bike all secret. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was totally. Yeah, he puts it on Facebook straight up. Like I it go, was. Hey, bike. <laughs> got, you got anybody in this? T- I was like, and he's like, oh, maybe. And then like, <laughs> I, before I can even hang the phone up, I fucking look on Facebook and I'm like, bling. I could have done that. Like, well, that wasn't the fucking idea right there. <laughs> it was, was hilarious. Like, yeah. and, and then it ended up coming back to me anyway. So, so I hammer bike and I'm like, yo, dude, I've been a fan since I was a little kid. I'll fly out to Carolina or wherever the fuck they're at right now. And like it needed to be that evening. And he was like, well, dude, he's a, he's a friend of Adam's. And it was... Uh, Adam's known the tour manager for those guys, um, our buddy. Who lives here in Denver. Yeah, he's the Denver, well, he, between here and Seattle. And, right. uh, but yeah, he's been him. a Denver guy forever, like yeah. uh, our, our buddy Mike. And um, so, so Mike's famous now and shit, like we've talked about it on the show. Um, Mike, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Latronico. He's a, 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 a local dudes know him. He's been out here running promotion and oh. music scene shit for forever. Um, so Adam's known him for a long time it's through. Uh, like he used to be tour managing for Snoop Dogg, yeah. and they knew Adam in Europe when they would go through Europe. Adam, you know, we we, we made we, sure they we knew. went through a uh, we went through a moment together out there. It was pretty funny because we were in a in a, in a room with the cops busting the door downstairs. Okay, and like. Like flash, we were like waiting for the flashbangs, but it didn't really get to that point. But they like rushed us, and it was like slamming doors and yelling at everybody. And I was like, "Oh shit!" So we all hid. We were hiding behind this desk, and then like it was just like Chichin and Chung, and they go, "Oh, it's immigration, guys! Like they're they're busting all the Polish people working here." And I was like, "Oh!" And everyone threw their drugs out the window. It was like there was a moment everyone was just throwing shit out the window. And so him and I were like laughing about it. So that's how we like kind of bonded because we, we already knew each other, but we weren't really. He's very, he's a very funny guy because he's very standoffish. <laughs> Mike's fucking awesome, but he's also a very nice guy. So, so anyway. um, 
so I, I hit Adam up and then Adam took me to a show um, in October here in Denver and I went in with a portfolio of various products and and at that point like sauce and diamonds and all that shit were new and I had a, a full vial of sauce and you know a, a big jar of you know dabbing people out for their first time yeah yeah so I mean I roll in and we go backstage at the show and I meet Mike and stock him up full of a ton of shit and me and Adam basically just watch the show and kind of hang out um, and the next uh, f- and for the like the next year I stay in touch with Mike he had hit me up and wanted to know what all those products were that we had dropped them and um, and so we became buddies and I kept hooking him up actually with CBD products for his, his pets and it, you know, helped, helped change the, the animals lives. And, um, he was super appreciative and always wanted the power to power weed. Yeah. It was, weed brought us bonding experience. in all these situations. And, uh, and so, um, in exchange for free product, I asked to be able to just go to a couple of shows cause I was a huge fan and, um, super stoked to do it so the following year in 2018 he um invited me out was it 2018 no no tw- the 2017 tour yeah. so on the 2017 tour so it was 2016 that you and i had gone to the show yeah. um we went out in 2017 i he was like yeah come to new york because they were doing the jimmy fallon show and make sure i'm in la um because they were filming actually what just dropped yesterday i guess as that or on wednesday as the killology movie Uh um so they filmed there at the forum and so he wanted me there for that one and so um i jumped out to new york and it turns out the whole crew smokes out as much if not more than snoop dogg's crew does and so when i got to new york um i had a lot of product with me um you know pinsky's out there and all that shit yeah blame pinsky (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's because of Pinsky. And so I had a lot of product on me, and I met the crew, and um, they were impressed enough to basically keep me on the bus for the rest of the run. Um, so I stayed out there in 2017. I stayed out with them for like three weeks um, and finished the rest of the tour with the crew, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, made friends with a, a couple of the guys in the band. Um, turns out the Lamb of God guys that were out touring with us, I went to high school with the, the bass player and um, made good friends with those guys. So come 2018, um, basically I was officially Slayer's weed tech. And so there's like guitar techs and, you know, lighting techs and all that sort of shit. And they, they had deemed me their weed tech, um, which I would, I guess I was the only one in metal. The only ones before that actually worked for Snoop Dogg, I think in the music industry that actually had somebody that went out and toured with the band that took care of the cannabis needs of, you know, the band and, and, and crew. Shout out Noah back in the day. He was, he was that guy. And shout out Rick. Rick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that was cool unto itself. Uh, Fast forward 2018. um, The guitar tech in 2017 ended up getting fired. He sucked uh, at keeping uh, Carrie's guitars in tune. Nice dude. Um, He's still a guitar tech now, but it didn't work out, at least in that situation. Um, So we go out in 2018. They got a new guy. he can't do the job either um and at that point i'm hanging out with mike at pretty much every night off with carrie um king drinking which i don't drink ever except in that particular situation because the i mean outside of mike burning a joint when we walk out of the bar it's pretty much an evening of sitting there drinking fancy tequilas all fucking night long (laughs) so i end up shit-faced pretty much every night um i was almost drunk the entire 2018 tour actually i figured out after i got off and sobered up 
Um, so one of the evenings when they're ranting about the guitar tech sucking, I was like, yo, dude, I think I can do this job. And uh, it kind of stemmed from there. They ended up throwing me in as Carrie's tech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up, me and Carrie got along really well. I loved the fucking job. I'm a guitar player. So, like, it, it, you know, it was drinking from the fire hose. We were all, all of a sudden, you know, on fucking stage playing uh, with one of the top metal bands of all time and shit. Like, it was fucking amazing. Right. Uh, but ended up, like, working a, a couple of rounds as Carrie's Tech. I still do uh, work for him at his house and um, when he's in the studio and stuff. Basically, when I can, outside of, you know, running the cannabis company stuff and doing some consulting projects on the weed side and chemistry side, um, you know, I spend the rest of my time now either, um, you know, helping Carrie or... Uh, you know the Lamb of God guys. I've jumped into the studio with them, and um, they were actually in Grohl's studio out in uh, the Valley in mm-hmm. North LA, and so I got to see all the uh, Foo Fighters shit and left a bunch of product there for Grohl and the Foo Fighters, at least for whoever blazes. Like I stocked their back fridge with flour and dabs and vapes and drug you know. meal. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drug meal. Did it's a have, weed tech, dude. Was it a keister <laughs> technique? Or? I mean, you do what it takes, dude. Okay. Adam was the well, you specialist know, on that one. <laughs> no, I mean, in Amsterdam, it was easy because, of course, it was Amsterdam, but it was also like there was so much shitty weed there that I just made sure people got good weed. And yeah. It was the same thing. We were like... Yeah, most of these states are legal now, right? I mean, or have a medical program that are legal. We know a lot of the guys that run those grows in the various states. I mean, it, you know, it sort of works its way out. They were getting a bunch of free weed before that, you know, people would bring out, but it was always horrible. Exactly. I mean, like, horrible. They'd call me from all these places and be like, "Ah." but it's funny, with with Snoop, Snoop, like you were saying earlier, not only did they have a weed tech, it was like a. A he's whole got, fucking operation. He's got, a blood, <laughs> he's got a blood roller now that makes like $50,000 a year. <laughs> well, that, that was also Noah's swag before. Noah, like, Noah uh, was the, like, he was that kid from back in the day. It was like crazy because you're like, what? Snoop's got a Noah's swag? He, you know, they had, yeah. had good weed, but he had to roll, you know, only blunts back in the day, and they still do, of course. So it's like, oh. That's their jam. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you would expect it from Snoop and even some of the hip-hop guys, right? I guess it was a unique thing for metal. Partially, I think, because metal bands are broke and, you know, <laughs> it's like it's an abnormal thing to have that kind of shit go on. Sure. It was fucking badass, though. I owe it all to you, Adam. I got there because of weed. It was actually my payoff. Like, I never really made a lot of money in CBD. I spent and, 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 a shitload, and, 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 like, this was the reward for it. And, and it's that, all because of you. And that, that was the funny thing. That's the it, motto of the show. It's all it because of Adam. Yeah. No, but it was literally because you made a post that you put up that was something like you were going to a show or something and you were all stoked and I was all so he basically oh, got you your dream job and I just kind of knew it and I said bam and got him connected and figured it out and then bam one thing, once he dude my work. employees called it right so like as soon as I had gone out the first time I realized there was a blind chance in hell that I would hold a guitar in my hand on that stage yeah. and so I just started fucking playing like crazy because for like well, a long time I hadn't played much and when I did it was like flamenco and classical and shit so I hadn't like played metal in fucking forever that's definitely your ultimate dream job Oh, yeah. So, like, I spent the next year until I got back out there just fucking playing all day, every single day. And one of my boys was like, I realize what you're doing. And I'm like, what? And he's like, you're going to fucking go up there and play, aren't you? And I was like, no, dude, it'll never happen. And then sure as shit, like, the next thing I knew, I was. How many dream jobs have you hooked people up with, Adam? 
I love. Are you I, just I, plugging I, dream jobs I, I all do, day? I, I He's do. the dream maker, man. I, I you do. gave me a dream job. I, I do. I gave him a dream job. I gave, I gave a lot of dream jobs. Give Tim a dream job. Oh Drew yeah, I don't dream I, job. Yeah, all the boys. It's I pretty cool. It's like a fantasy job because I can't really do it, right? Like, I mean, you're touring all the time. You're never home. Like, it doesn't make any money and shit. But industry. No, it's just timing. It's just all timing. Because there is a cannabis timing and where people are at. Like sometimes it'll just be like, wait a minute, they're there. They are they from? Like with Drew, he was from the East Coast. So free. He's from, you know, he's like all Where is it? Where are they at? He's in Mass now. Mass? Which is just ho- close to home. So it's like everything, you know, it's for a reason. And I was like, you should go there. Yeah. And the people are super cool. And the guys that I put them together with are also super good. So then everybody got together. and Teamwork. That's how it all happens. <laughs> and then if it goes bad, it's all I ever hear. That guy, <laughs> he fucked up everything. <laughs> No, I've heard that too much. I mean, Mike was pretty sure it was going to fuck up my life. He was like, dude, you love it so much, and I can't let you do this. Like, uh, He was going to actually be the cock block on not letting me do the job. I look at it as like a relationship. Mike, <laughs> yeah. It is in some way. What's that? A relationship. you got to commit. Oh, yeah, well, Especially with this industry. Uh, with oh, yeah. This What's his living? Because yeah, there's options, but you can't just always think, just take that option. No, I mean, the industry's weird, too, right? Like, a lot of us, at least the old school dudes, came from a world of, like, where you controlled kind of everything about what you were doing, and, like, your harvest was yours, and you don't really look at it like a job that you would just go take a job working for a company growing weed. It's the guys that really love weed that are willing to be like, dude, I'll do anything just to be able to grow the plant, right? Yeah. If you give me a decent job and a healthcare plant, I'll sit there and do it all fucking day. I mean, I had guys that were ganja guys that we went and started growing CBD before. I honestly am looking forward to knew. Right? Like it's like I'm gonna flowers. grow weed that doesn't get you fucking high. Like what are we doing? <laughs> right? Which I mean I get it. And it's yeah. um you know, it's it's a weird spot, especially with all these big ass companies controlling shit at this point and you know, like the five or six big publicly traded companies, well, there's not a lot of people that wanna just take that job and it's hovering at like it's hovering at like four hundred bucks uh for good, uh clean smokable flour. And if it Went up to six hundred bucks, for instance. It would four hundred dollars an ounce, pound, a pound oh. on the commercial side. Yeah, if you want to get Jesus like good fucking money. Christ, what? But if you get it up to six, then is that for like outdoor or? <coughs> it's for. There's no way. I mean, because like your cost on an indoor is like a two hundred dollar pound, right? Two hundred and thirty, two hundred and sixty, depending on your cogs and if shit. If you're getting, yeah, I mean, unless you got some greenhouse dish situation and then it's different but not yeah it's a real true indoor probably with them Jesus Christ that's fucking brutal but nobody's really doing it indoor everyone is doing it greenhouse or everyone is doing it I mean Colorado's mostly indoor isn't it yeah well down south Los Sueños well yeah Los Sueños didn't they just have a huge failure this year too though that's gonna affect supply you're right Los Sueños is in that 300 to 400 dollar range medicine man bought them Oh yeah, it'll come out, but that's probably outdoor, outdoor, right? So you know us talking about the fact that we don't go to dispensaries and we should grow our own. That's why, like, they want no home grows at all these other states as these states come online, because guys that love dank weed that we probably would buy the most weed if we went to the shops to buy it and we couldn't grow it ourselves mm-hmm. we don't because we grow it ourselves and ours <laughs> ours is better than you can go buy <laughs> like so we are the problem <laughs> like and it's not that we sell it to everybody and we're part of that problem like it's it's that we don't shop in the regulated market because we're able to grow it at, you know at home and 
that's <clears throat> definitely what the medicine men of the world fucking hate. Yeah, well, definitely. It depends which kind of medicine men you're talking about. I had an interview one time yeah, yeah. for a comp- <laughs> corporate one. <laughs> I had an interview for a company one time, and he specifically said that if he knew that I was growing at my house, he would turn me in. I was like, all right, I don't want to work here. Jesus. <laughs> Which one's that? Whatever that one is. That Crazy. One's that one's got the a lemon G. That one's got a little weirdness to it. It's the fresh, it's the, it's a um, fresh frozen CO2 terp extraction. Uh, they're all uh, CO2 though, right? It's all, CO, it's all CO2 distillate and then CO2 terps. And that's a fresh. And this is a fresh frozen terp profile. Okay. Lemon G though. It's always, lemon G always tastes weird. Mm. Yeah, too. I like this weird? gassy stuff. Yeah, it does taste weird usually, but it's. Let me say it again. It's, it's like it may be one of those ones you have to smoke a whole lot of it to. You're right. It's a little different. <laughs> you have to smoke a whole bunch of it. Like, yeah, <laughs> now it's Did right. you get that thing figured out? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing the giveaway. <laughs> See, they giveaway. Dumped a, dumped a Damn it! I don't get a free light. I'm pissed. Uh, what if I unplug a cord? <laughs> do I still get a free light? What? Unplug a cord to make it. Johnny, okay. is that in a that? regulated grow or personal? What's he talking about? Lower to 400. That's pretty good, Johnny Walker. <laughs> lemon G is weird. I love lemon G, man. <laughs> I mean, I like it too. I can't smoke it all the time. Is it lemon it's G like, the same yeah. as something other? Somebody renamed the lemon G. I don't know. It's an Ohio cut, and I, doing a I know dudes from Ohio that say the one that floats around here in Colorado is not the Ohio cut. What? The lemon G cut that floats around out here that does the big fucking football Whoa. size nug that's not super dense. Apparently, that is not the Ohio lemon G. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah it's supposedly like really scraggly. Hand me the right? carb cap, please. Just kind of. I, I think the one in Ohio is a dense little nugget. Oh, and the one that's out here is the big is. fluffy football. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. Similar turf profiles you, and shit on them. They, you know, that's what I hear from the Ohio folks. Ooh. Ohio. Ohio. Isn't that folks. where the Death Star came oh, from? Uh, I think so. Should we do shoutouts? Yes, we should. Okay. Um, but let's say um, so. Oh, so, you're, so you want to tie up the Slayer shit? So yeah, like exactly. their their final oh, tour is finishing so. right now. Um, their last shows are th- this month. Um, it all. Tom, the singer, is quitting. Basically, he he wants to be with his family, which I get. They've been touring for many How decades. How old are they? Uh, about ten years older than me. How like old mid, is Slayer? Mid to late fifties. They came out in eighty one. Yeah. Was their was when they formed first albums in like eighty two, eighty three. Time frame. They were like 16, um, or they were like 17, 18 or so. What's that? They were like, I think how old they were. Uh, they're like fi- in the mid 50s. Yeah. You know, I think the oldest one is, uh, the oldest dude's like 57 or something. Um, oh, he's way older than me. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, um, but yeah, they're rolling through right now. They hit Colorado in uh, the middle of the month. I'll spend the last week or so with them. Um, they finish with two nights at the Forum in LA. Um, Carrie's still going to tour. I don't know who his new band's going to be yet, or at least officially nice. nobody knows. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's still pretty cool. Like, it's still cool seeing them after all these years, and, you know, they're still getting it done. A lot of fire, a lot of evil shit going on, right? Like, fucking people getting hurt in the pit. Sex, like, drugs, and rock and roll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. There's Not a lot of boobies or anything there, right? It's a big fucking sausage fest at the oh, shows, but, okay. <laughs> you sure. know, it's a metal show. 
What do you expect? <coughs> no, you soak in a lot of good shit, I'm sure. You want one? Let me hit no, you up. No, it's fucking spectacular. Let me hit you up. And they're playing with like Primus and Ministry on this run, and then the show opens with Phil doing full Pantera sets and stuff. It, you know, oh wow, really? it's almost like a Lollapalooza kind of set list. Yeah, huh? That's pretty crazy. Yes. It's anyway, I love those guys, and I deeply appreciate what you did for me. Yes, sir. No, it was perfect. It was, it was one of those deals where it was like, ah, yes, you can, you can help me. I can help you, and then, like, you took it to the next level, which is awesome to see. And, uh, My wife has not been very impressed. No. <laughs> Lots of traveling. Dude, every time I've gone out with them, except for once now, like the last time that I went out, I was like, dude, I'm coming right back, and I actually did. Every single time other than that, I've called her on the night I'm supposed to come home, and I'm like, baby, I ain't coming home for a few weeks. Like one time it was like a full fucking month and a half. One time it was like the last time that I went out um, and because I, I did the May run, and um, I went out just to go visit, and the the tech had a death in the family and he had to bail, oh, and yeah. so I was like, "Fuck it, man, I'll go in." Because Carrie was like, "Dude, do whatever it takes to keep him." And so Mike like pulls me aside, and so it was the same shit. I called her again. It was like the third time in a row. I'm like, "Baby," it was like 12:30 at night her time, and I'm like, "I'm really sorry. I'm staying out here another three weeks. Carrie King needs me." And so she's like, "I'm so fucking sick of hearing that. You guys plan this shit every single time. You just like smoking weed with all your friends on the road and running around with these bands." <laughs> Yeah, so she's been unimpressed, but it's it's really yeah, been fun. Sure. That's funny stuff. It's cool as fuck. So if anybody hits any of the shows and sees me running around on stage, say what's up, and I'll throw you some pics or you know set, oh, set list or you know picks. dab, dab, <laughs> joint, throw them a joint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a CBD dog treat. Yeah, even you know, better. Yeah, they probably prefer the joint. I'll have some diggity out there, <laughs> in legal states only, and all sourced completely legally. Yep. Always legal. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, it's, you know, you think we are, right? <laughs> Some kind of heathens. <laughs> Some kind of drug mule. <laughs> the Grateful Dead. <laughs> no, we. Uh, <laughs> there was a test run on uh, online of a uh, uh, leaf blower THCs. If you look that up, you, you see a little test that test run where we, it's me and that guy Terry, and we were we took an ounce and we threw it in. And we just fucking nailed it with this leaf blower thing, and, the, and we had it all set up, and it was for Snoop, and, it, and we were gonna do like triple the amount. Like that was just like the little like you know we're gonna triple down on that. We we're ready to. We just wanted to see if it worked. The Snoop Dogg show one. Yeah, it's two thousand seven. Uh, yep. Okay. And then uh, that thing. Is a is a beast, and actually Mike's in the background. You can hear him laughing. That's what's funny <laughs> on that one. So, so Mike's actually in the background. We're like, you get, he goes, "You got too much time on your hands," or something like that. To <laughs> me, to me, and all of a sudden you hear a, f a phone ringing. It's and then, oh yeah, and, and once it kicks in with the phone ringing, it's it's on, and like that's that's when everything starts to kick in. And I have it all gimbaled, so I can like aim it and shit. And the whole fucking building got just freaked out. Like, ah, they came downstairs. Like, everyone was really high. Everyone was up upstairs, and I'm getting high. And it was like, all right, guys, <laughs> relax. But it did fucking really... Mellow out. <laughs> it blasted the fucking place. There it is there. <laughs> and it takes a little while, because I had to, like, get it all primed up. You know, it's one of those, like... I can hear it when it's, like, kicking in perfect. So I took what year was this? 2007. So you were like one of the originators of this, pretty much. 
I've spoken to a lot of people like, yeah, kind of. I mean, I was like, you know, I, I did this a couple of years. I, did this, I think this is my second year with that thing because the this, first, first it was just like solid. This is like when it's gimbaled. And this went down at the Oklahoma Cannabis Cup with some Oklahoma booth packs. Oh, I, I know. And I got sure. Wook cough. Ask ask Jer about that. Uh, well, I wouldn't. That's fucking like funny. Jer knows all about the wood cough. That was the funny part about it. It was like you know, like here it was Burmese Kush. It was an ounce of Burmese Kush. I remember. What? That's yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. Do that. Can we do this now? And, Can we uh, do some Burmese Kush? And the kid that was sitting in front of us, he was absolutely loving it. So he just like <laughs> sat in front. This is when it starts to kick in. It's like right coming up. I'm like just starting to get it figured out. And I, it's amazing because like Alan's usually, uh, <laughs> you'd think it would poop out faster, but this is where it just starts to kick in. Like, so it's like in that middle, <laughs> it starts kicking in right now, and then the guy goes, "Holy shit, what the hell?" And it's like, yeah, it's hilarious. And then Mike's like, "See here, it starts to kick in hard." And there, the whole building went <laughs> fucking. <laughs> the fire department comes in. <laughs> awesome yeah that thing worked pretty pretty much too good and yep. they were like yeah i'm just fucking on it you look young <laughs> there you go that's awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they were like it's an all-ages show you can't do that uh. <laughs> snoop will get sued the whole place will be high Little kids will be high. Okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really thinking about that, was I? Sorry. I was just thinking Snoop Dogg. We gotta do this. Checking your email for the next two weeks. We need a leap lower in here, man. Hopefully not. Yeah. Pops up. And that thing, <coughs> you know, it's a true leaf blower. That's why it was called a leaf blower. So it was kind of like ironic because it was like, oh, and it's weed leaves. But you know, it was. Uh, that could be the theme for the next show. Hand, handmade ceramic sort of like insert that we made so that it would have like a built-in screen and then we could put one inside the other and then it would slide. <laughs> you know, it was just to kind of cool it down and try to figure uh, it all out. <coughs> and this is a... Uh, and then eventually it became a nice glass this filled piece. But uh, yeah, it's filled. I'm smoking it. Good. Yeah, right. it's there. It's there. Ready to go. He got scared. He got scared. Did I? Yeah, I put it there. Oh. He thought it was for me. The Adam Dunn Show. Oh, shit. Yeah. You got it ready to go now? Yeah, yeah I got it. You're all loaded up? I got all loaded up. Locked and loaded, dude. He's Look at that. <laughs> oh, we can run through some, some fucking... Some, uh... Shout-outs, and then... You can help with these. You know everybody. Giveaway. It's all... And we can do the giveaway. Yep. It's exciting. All right. Luminar. Dun, 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 dun. New Millennium Nutrients. <laughs> New Millennium. <coughs> New Millennium Nutrients. Uh, check them out at, obviously, newmillenniumnutrients.com. That would be the spot. They have a new, I think they said uh, they have a new some new special coming out, which is uh, the Frost... Uh, Little frost thing, actually. Oh, I should, I should have, should have fucking saved it. But what are you yes. talking about? The winter frost. Yeah, winter frost. What about it? They have a whole little program going on. They're like pushing that hard because, just like I said, that's the best standalone product. Well, one of the best standalone products that you can get, just because 
you'll see the difference right away. And it's like that it's, it's especially <coughs> if you know the plant really well, it'll be like, okay, that that did that or not, you know, compared to like which product, Winter Frost, which is their new you mean meaning yeah. it's their be- you like that product the best out of all of them? No, it's just one good product that if you don't have it, you could add it to just any program and it will be like, okay, that makes a difference compared yeah. to like putting it in the beginning and just being like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's really They're hard to see some stuff in the, in the veg or the first weeks of flower. But the fucking finish of the plant, especially if you know it, you're like, okay, normally it's a little bit fluffy. Now it's a little bit greasier. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? There's, like th- there's a, some definitive differences. So you check that. I think they have a whole program going on. Yeah, with the that. lightning start <laughs> and the ruby <laughs> is side. pretty impressive. Well, anyway, <laughs> it's common, though. Okay. Keep an eye out. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, but also just contact them, give them the done deal. Just throw it at them. You got the done deal. See, see he got the done deal. That was literally a done deal. <laughs> by done calling, deal. By, by me just going, hey, you should come. Boom. That's a done deal. Yep. It was hey, a done deal. It was a total done deal. I was like, all right. So, so that's how good done deals can get. Like, you can go get... Get in trouble with your wife. <laughs> go on the road. <laughs> Throw up in Carrie <laughs> King's fucking toilet. Like Thro- yeah. I've thrown up in every toilet in Carrie King's house. Bucket <laughs> list. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's funny. Some shit. pretty serious fucking I don't drink, dun- man. Like I'm a light I'm a lightweight, but yeah. I mean you, that that's a done deal. Just for yeah. How long's it been since you've drank, Adam? Uh, just a couple of years. Couple. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was more. Uh, two years. We quit the same around the same time. So March like something like March 2017 like is when I quit. Yeah, it's yeah. been four yeah. for me. Whatever that is. Smoke weed. Don't drink. I haven't drank since I saw those guys last, yeah. and I'm going to Louisville on Sunday, so I'll get drunk on Sunday. Did you have to check yourself in as soon as you left tour? No, I don't like <laughs> to drink. Like it's not like it's sick, but yeah, it's sobering up. I mean, yeah. It, yeah, I never. I mean, I, I was terrible with. It. Hard alcohol, anyway. So like, I'm not awesome on it. Nobody's awesome and on it's all, it. It's I don't all think Jaeger anybody's good like on alcohol. Oof. No, I'm not let's, a booze camel. Let's promote smoking weed, guys. Yeah, yeah. Incredible, Incredibles. Oh, Incredibles. Oh, Incredibles. Uh, Incredibles are awesome. Before we go to Incredibles, I mean, that whole team leave, leave New Millennium in, in the dust. Uh, oh, I thought you already said it. I'm just okay. saying, check them out. Get the done deal. We'll be hanging out with them soon. I'm going to get them on the show because they're fun. So yeah. Come I haven't on seen game. them in a while. Bo Spiker? Yeah. Uh, no. It's uh, the engineer of it? N- uh, no, I'd like to get... I'd like to... Well, maybe. Maybe I get the, those guys to come in. It's been a while since I've seen those guys. The whole crew. Yeah. Okay, either way. Mad scientist. Incredibles. Right. There, there you go. go. Mm. There you go. Of course, uh, Incredibles, which... Boom, you're one of your major clients. See, you got right here. I, I knew we'd have a little segue. Uh, when they wanted CBD, who did they, they go to? They were actually my first client. My yeah. very first client. Boom. Yep, good dudes. Of course. The whole team. So are they still doing their peach cobbler chocolate bar where it's seasonal? Or not peach cobbler, it's the Palisade peach. Uh, I think that's seasonal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's definitely yeah. seasonal. <coughs> yeah, see, you they make com- yum, yummy amazing. chocolates, good dabs. Yeah, consistent, and that's the thing that's most important. And you know, the the guys came from like one packaging guy and one uh, food guy, and they they basically had the had the sort of idea of consistency <coughs> and size and scale and all that. So it all kind of Bob, Rick, Derek, the whole gr- that whole group. 
That's yeah, the, yeah. And then Derek, of course, came in as the the talent, the the serious talent, and then also the growing, you know, the quality. I of the recommend growing. making a s'mores out of their chocolate, but try not to overdose. Uh, I did it <laughs> that, one time and woke that, up in the middle of the night and was that's your delirious. S'mores. All the s'mores. edibles are it's pretty. It's magical. Narco. Yeah. The well, mint chocolate is magical in s'mores. There you go. It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> go Incredibles. Incredible edible s'mores tip <laughs> from Matthew. They had Matthew s'mores tip. <laughs> on the they have probably the coolest uh, thing at the cannabis cup with their their fondue thing. Did you see that? And their chocolate uh, rainfall of yeah. For a while. That was magical. Oh, that is magical, man. Just <laughs> 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 dip it in. Slather it. High Times had some uh, no, good inc- points. Uh, Incredibles. Sometimes. You can go online to the iloveincredibles.com and check out the website, Google Store Finder. If you're in Colorado, you can find them. If you're in Nevada, a few other places. California, too, still, mm-hmm. aren't they? Yeah. At least they've been off and on. I don't know. I think they have production back up in Cali. Yeah, I think so. I mean, Man, I'm about to go buy one. I think you just got to go online and check them out because yeah. they're probably, probably closer than you think. You'd be like, holy shit. Who's I, got the I hook on some chocolate bars? But one thing you would—they have a whole national. Can CBD I drop line, your name like a wellness line too, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah. If I drop your name at, at Kai Love, can I say I want the done deal? Uh, you can try. Does but that work? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it should. But uh, it's not about what you know, but it's about what who you yeah. know, right? Yeah. I may have to send them a check or a little invoice or something. Dang, like, hey guys, either pay this or just take the deal. <laughs> it's one or the other. <laughs> One or the other, man. Yep. Uh, Onward. Palisade Peach on Bar. Palisade Peach. There you go. Sea yeah. Skittles. You guys Ooh, God, Lord. All right, everybody, relax. Don't show. Don't show him any more flavors. He's going <laughs> to attack the screen. Uh, yep. Next on the build event. a soil. What? Build the soil. Build the soil. Uh, Those guys are awesome too. Of course they're awesome. Those guys are the best. Jeremy and those guys have. Uh, just crushed it, I think, on there. They're all my Western Slope guys, so, mm-hmm. so they get all that nice fucking sun. Much nicer. I bet, the, I bet it's way nicer. <clears throat> they drop knowledge all over the place. They do a bunch of beta testing side by side. Like, they actually, you know, practice what they preach. I'm Jeremy Solid. Yep. I think he opened the door for Colorado to, because, I don't know, nobody really wants to drop knowledge, I feel like, in Colorado. They want to charge consultants. Well, everywhere, fees. right? Like, I mean, it was Cali, it's too. Like, the whole living soil methodology yeah. having to be, you know, something passed down. And Jeremy it's like all crushes like it with some his kind online of mystery information. bullshit, right? It's a lot like... Uh, Go, Jeremy. Um, uh, oh, I'm spacing <laughs> his, his real name. But, like, you know, the Future 4200 forum yeah. and stuff where it's, like, people just openly share yeah. very technical information that mm-hmm. a lot of people used to treat, like... You know, basic chemistry was some kind of fucking wizard magic. Education and shit. is key. Share the yeah. knowledge. Yeah, like you can teach a Don't bunch of people snob. a bunch of shit. Like most people ain't gonna do dick with it, and if they have the balls to get up and actually do it, teach and then and train and do it right. Like that was very much the IT kind of hacker side of that shit too. Sorry, yeah, well, let's. Well, well, the thing is that Jeremy, his shit is you know straightforward. He's got free freight if you're inside Colorado, or New Mexico. So if you can, you know, you've got no excuse if you're around here. But if you're outside and you want just like specific sm- certain products you can't get anywhere else, he's the guy. Also, advice: get your whole IPM program figured out and get that shit. His team's uh, amazing. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just like and the thing is, it's either Props to figure David it out, Wayne figure Hughes. it out now, get it all lined up, or pay the price later, and cam, cam out all your shit. And you ever met it. David Wayne Hughes? Awkward genetics. He's got the alien on his. Awkward genetics. Yeah. Nope. He did that Lauren Light cross, the girl that passed away. He's working what? with Jeremy. Sounds like they're partying up there. It's a party going on. We're, yeah. we're getting a party again. It's closing we're in. We're, we're almost done. Outs? We're almost done, bro. We're almost done. It's okay, though. Buildasoil.com or 855-877-SOIL. You can uh, call direct. Uh, 855-877-SOIL. Not, not 77, 77, 77, 77 soil. Like <laughs> previously said, which was completely wrong. Uh, but no, you, you can... Uh, <laughs> Definitely do the Can gun. you sample this body? <laughs> that's uh, that's my gotta race. Can you sample this uh, body? That's my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Can uh, you nice. sample? Dick. You can't stop it, bro. Can you Can you sample? That's hilarious. I didn't reload the banks. <laughs> I hope no, he's listening. Oh, it's does he listen to your show? That's so funny. <laughs> he doesn't listen to your show, does he? <laughs> yeah, he does. That's, That's awesome. So Shout out to Nick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I'll reload that tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, shout out to everybody. Uh, listen to the show. We're not quite done, though, with our shout-outs. Let's keep it rolling. Cause What's you know, Green Farms' website? We never got that straight. Green Farms Med. Okay. And, uh, yep. They Med.com? Uh-huh, I think so. Okay. Should be. <clears throat> there we go. Booyah, see, it worked. I cool. Think. All right. And uh, they have branched off so they're just concentrating on THC which is really cool because you know THC is awesome it's never it's never going to go out of fashion people are going to complain about it and be all pissed off about it and worry about it but then if you get the license to just do it you just got to actually do it in a not in a massive commercial way but in a setup in a sense of uh, actually more of a preservation way and doing it proper and no-till and you know all those little things that are really important which is uh, which we like so check them out online and if you're in the area you can pick up some weed at their spot which is cool but oh that's cool where are they at <coughs> they're here in Colorado yeah, in the Col- in the springs yeah sweet I think they're off of uh, Academy somewhere like that you know kind of the first couple exits not too far not too not too deep in just sort of the Medical. Is it rec or medical only it's, down there? It's metal. Med, okay. Yeah, it's metal. That's all they do in Colorado Springs. So. Fuckers. Those fuckers. Is that ever going to change down there? I don't know. It's like one of those weird weird zones. Probably not. It, I don't Colorado know. Springs is rough. You think, well, it's because of the military. It's because yeah, of the yeah, military. Yeah. Mostly because of that. It's like, can't wait. I almost caught a case in Colorado Springs. Oh, I bet you have. Oh, that's <laughs> another whole show. <laughs> almost caught a case <laughs> in Colorado Spring Show. Uh, but in general, you can done deal your way there. Check it out. Tell them, tell them JW said it's okay. 
<laughs> there you go. We go in there. You go. JW said, "No problem, done deal." And then you get something. I don't know, whatever that is. Uh, he'll be here soon. He's on. His, like, he's on a nice vacation right now. So he's uh, with the lady out in Paris, Eiffel Tower, in view of the bedroom. I mean, it's like, come on, dude. It's pretty cool. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Super Bowl is that big iron gate in front of the house. You're like, oh, shit. Uh, but he'll be back. And when he's back to reality, and he's here, we'll bring him on the show. Let's see what's going on. Uh, that was my original plan, was to get us three here. And just so I can shoot the shit and be like, all right, now it has to happen. And now he's balling in Paris. And now he's balling in Paris, yeah. See? There you I'm go. in. You know. First meeting. <laughs> one member balling in Paris no that's cool uh, but yeah they're doing everything like I said uh, Nortail which is cool and uh, doing their own ferments and all all the little all the, the angles that we're we're trying to same stuff like you do at home yeah oh. that's the problem it's, it's hard to scale and they're trying to scale it a little bit a little bit bigger not just stupid sizes yet not the 400,000 Bigger is not always necessarily better. It's harder. It's definitely harder. It's frequently not. <laughs> big problems. Yeah. Big everything or big everything. Big bugs. <laughs> Once you have too much like, uh, you know, to, to deal with, there's going to be such big zones that are so inaccessible and or, you know, just contaminating the whole fucking project. And, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a whole lot of work. Um, but. Treasure Barcelona. If you're in Barcelona and you didn't get beat up and thrown in jail during the fucking riots that just happened there, <laughs> and you managed to find this place, you go to uh, Treasure Barcelona online or BCN. Is it right? It's Treasure underscore BCN on yeah. Instagram. There you go. That's probably the Is easiest. it a club or? Yes. It's a club. Oh, Social cool. club. And you get free uh, entry. And is that a uh, done deal? You get a done deal at totally. the social club in yeah, Barcelona? Yeah, That's pimp as fuck. You hit the door <laughs> and it's fucking... And yeah. once, once she hits the second door, it just slides open and you're in there. And they're like, done deal, boom. And you, yeah. get, you get free joint, you know. That's fucking awesome. It's yeah. pretty dope. Yep. Even as a uh, gringo? Yes. yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as a gringo. Yes. Yes, of course. That's awesome. They like white money. Yeah, they want to. Good. Is there good weed? Yeah, they understand good weed. They know what's up. They got good hash also, and uh, sometimes they they have a bunch of my seeds, so they probably have some stuff already. I'd hope. On do they do like modern hash, or is it like do they bring both. it in for like Moroccan and both. you know old school? They have a little both. Sweet. It's pretty cool. Yeah. My brother keeps asking me for the old school shit. And that's actually always, you know, like, if you're going to be there as an American, it's pretty dope to get something like that. Because it's weird how, like, you'd think America would have, like, been the best customer for all that Moroccan and all that stuff. And it never, never really was. It was always Europe. and That makes sense. Only Afghani. That's all they ever took over here, like, it seemed like. Or at least that's what flooded the market in the 80s, that was to the point where in Florida, in in Rhode Island and New York and California everywhere in between I get the same quality of Afghan at that in those points you know when I was really young I, was I like, remember that yeah this smells like in D.C. Virginia and Paul yeah. Ruckham it probably came down from you guys uh, no. Darkham <laughs> does that sound familiar no 
So, uh, but it was a lot of, uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where it was like, uh, so consistent that you were like, there must be like 5 million pounds of the shit just floating around. Huge. And, and, and huge nowadays, and nowadays you never really, you don't really see that shit. Mm-hmm. It had that certain smell that was really, it was nice. It was like, I remember seeing the some of the high would uh, last for hours. The blonde Hershey bars I coming remember. in every once in a while didn't always taste that great. But now, no, back then. Oh yeah, mid eighties. Yeah, I mean you don't see anything, anything like that. Uh, so, <coughs> all right. Extract craft. Oh shit! Extract craft. You know those guys, right? No. Yeah, the the you know the source. Oh yeah, yeah. The same guys. Oh, okay. okay. And they have a new machine now called the Pro. Okay. And. Uh, I've got one. I haven't run it yet. I'm fucking lame. I've been like, you know, got it. And I want, had to rearrange my garage. And I'm like, oh, fuck it. It's not going to work. It's up to do other stuff. But at the same time, I'll, I'll get it running well at some point. But it's a pretty dope system because it's all closed loop. It takes about three hours. Pretty big? No. It's like tabletop model. So it's like, like maybe you know, a little bigger than this. Oh, okay. And, uh... It's using, it's doing an alcohol extraction. Yeah. 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 The one on the right. Oh there. wow. I, that whole thing. Yeah, the one on the right. So the one on the left is is the source, the original one, and then the one on the right is the. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember that shit. And it's yep. like you know you got your you got your collection cup on the back, and you get about ninety eight percent back, and uh, the rest you know it's like you gotta do that either oven or hot plate. Or do whatever. they carbon filter it or anything too, uh, or can you just yeah, do that post processing? Well, you, you have a. That's cool. You have your Buchner phone on one. What's the ticket on these guys? Do you know? 1500 bucks. Sweet. 1600 Not bad. Yeah. Make drugs at home. That's the idea. Grow your own. Extract your own. Boom. Yeah, just small. You know, the thing is, it's nice when you have, uh, you know, reasonable amounts. You're not trying to fucking run crazy crazy amounts. And it's very clean and closed and pulls a vacuum. You just kind of like, you got a pretty good sized vessel. You can... This is the vacuum right here. Did they do you a? Know, uh, yeah, is it chilled? Stuff. Can you chill the ethanol? Uh, yeah, there's a uh, sleeve I believe to chill it. And everything, so it's like it's a, it's a it's a good little setup. I, it's one of those things where it's like I like it because you can uh, you can uh, do other stuff too. You don't have to do just for cannabis, you know. And like CC is all into like. Yeah. Uh, extract, you know, she, she has all this stuff and she doesn't really know what to do with it. She's getting grown a lot of stuff, collecting it. And I'm like, hmm, kind of cool if we just extract it and put it even smaller amount and, you know, try it that way. And uh, so she's down. Yeah. Sweet. But these guys uh, are, so, they, they, so basically I got a unit, going to set it all up, they get free sponsorship regardless whether I'm an idiot and don't actually run it yet, but I'll have them on the show soon too to kind of uh, show us what's up. Cool. Because I had them at the source a long time ago, and I remember I was like, that was just a little bit too small. And it was like... That's just like a little closed loop queso kind of thing, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it was sort of missing the last step. So then the next one kind of was like a little bit more like, okay, now I feel like, okay... This, this, I kind of see like you get to it more of an end. You know what I mean? The other one was more like. I mean, quick wash ethanol oil, if done properly, can be yummy. Yeah, and there's some. And if you go onto their Instagram page, it's really dope because there's a lot of people making some fire looking shit. So you're like, okay, well, if it looks like that, it's got to be, you know, it's got to taste pretty good because it's like right on point. And it's not like. What's the name again on it? 
Yeah. Extract craft. Extract craft. Yeah. And if you and the thing is if you you know if you like propane, everything kinda gets the same like it's all yellow. It's all bright orange and yellow, which it's not really. And then this is kinda you get a proper clean, like that's kinda what it is. And so if you have really good hash and hashy weed, you'll get proper products out of Well that. and some of the stuff that won't necessarily go through a good ice water extraction and rosin pressing. Extracts good with solvents and shit. And it's closed loop. Yeah, something. safer. Yeah, and it's just, it's just if if that's what you want to uh, the direction where you go, where you want to go, and uh, obviously we love dry sieve, we love fucking water hash, all that shit, because that's even more fun. But it's a lot of work, and <laughs> you know. Well, and some strains don't like to play that way as much as you yeah. know, depending on the type of trikes and all that shit. But if you're into washing your shit and you just need to get some alcohol, you can also go to our other extractor. There you go, four two O extractor. It's four two O, not four twenty, right? Yep. There you go, four two O. Yeah, four two O extractor. Dot com. Make it more complicated. But they're a local Colorado uh, distillery that's actually putting out some clean, uh, you know, alternative to fucking. Everclear or something else like that, and it's a uh, made in Larkspur. It's made in Larkspur. And it's forty bucks a gallon. It's denatured with what? I can't remember what it's denatured with. Do they, I don't know if they give you that. Do they give you the? It, it says on there, but it's learn de- more. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's good. But it's basically to avoid the so you know, proprietary drink- filtration system, <laughs> drinkable alcohol uh, tax. Yeah, I don't think, you know, expect, this one's, it's funny because it has all these jugs, but I hope they don't, and I was like, I hope they don't want people to drink this shit. No, no, it's denatured, you definitely don't drink it. (laughs) (laughs) That's how, that's how you don't pay the massive tax on it and shit, but it's, it's denatured with something relatively innocuous, I can't remember what that is. It looks drinkable. Yeah, they they made it look way too drinkable, it's like, oh man, it looks (laughs) The labeling, it looks appealing. If you've been on a podcast as long as you've been on tonight, you're like... Looking over at that, like that's pretty tasty. <laughs> Actually, that little strip on the yeah, side, I think is it a is warning. Is a warning sign saying not to drink it or something. <laughs> I think. It's like me. caution tape all the way down the side of the label. And that means Fine drink, print. That means drink me a lot. I <laughs> see <laughs> so you know how much you drink. I think it's I'm like blind. it's like if you drink like one part of it, you'll lose one eye, the second eye, on the second one, and you're done. Yeah, you're dead. By the, by the time you get to the bottom, you're dead. Uh, awesome. But yeah, you can uh, expect to see them together with those guys on the show because that's how I met them for the second time. Like I met them separately at one point. Seeds here, seeds Whoa. here now. Oh, slipping and flipping. <laughs> but it's okay. Now you know what's up. I I, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that was James. Yep. Subliminally. Yeah, got powers my bad. From above. We're good J- now. James is on it. Yeah, he's 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 watching from above. Yep. Not really from below, actually. He's in. James Hector shit. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Yep. James is in fucking down south. He's south south man. All right. Uh, seeds here now. Holy shit! Seeds here now. Uh, we have to have a show soon with some of his breeders because, man. He's got 52 breeders in his in his corral there. Can you imagine that dealing with 52 different... I cannot. He goes... He's a yeah. mother for a lot of people. It's a, just a lot of work. He's <laughs> CBD tincture on there now, too. What? Yeah? 
Yeah, new product hits the shelf. CBD tincture in three potencies. Refocus CBD. Bam. Just like every gas station in the world. <laughs> we we yeah. all have it. It's crazy. We, we were talking earlier about how, like, just we, we drive around. It's like, because you already were doing it. Gluten-free seven, and GMO. That's awesome. You know, seven, eight, nine years ago, whatever. It was like, now it's kind of like everywhere. And it's 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 great in one way and it's bad in another way because you're like uh, I just wonder how much of it's just complete garbage a lot of it's complete garbage and ultimately you need like a half milligram to a milligram per pound of body weight to make it effective so few people are making anything potent enough They're to not actually hit doing that anything. Right? no like you have to drink a whole fucking bottle I wondered that, that <laughs> about the edibles or the ones that I was getting for my dog yeah in general it's like uh, once again do your yourself. homework before you buy. Well, just yeah, or just you have to do it all yourself I mean, it's anyway. Just, you know, so it's some of the new regs will clean some of that shit up. I mean, mm-hmm. all right, um, and you can go to you go to seedsnow.com. Uh, check out the site. They stock a lot of fire. Everything's in there now. It used to be like all over the place with seedaholics and seeds are now, but now it's all centralized, smart, tight website secure merchant account that was like fucking the 29th time it's been shut down but now it's all rock solid <laughs> and uh you can get JJ's shit on there right like a, you get it you uh, get it done Tommy's deal. stuff on there 10% discount huh as far as seats here now JJ NYC is on there Tommy's yeah, stuff is on there like he socks up fucking everybody's stuff doesn't he oh yeah no, all the good ones Bonnie's the- got a new drop coming Let's see archive nice it's all over. It's 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 uh, and he's got like uh, bogos going down and it's fucking bonkers. It's bonkers over there, right? Yes. But centralized and clean and good, and they also have a good forum too. Use Dundale for ten percent discount. Yes, of course, always. The Dun Deal. You have to use the Dun Deal. Even here, I'll have to figure it out so they can. Oh yeah. They're like, oh, it's becoming very popular. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Are we off to Illuminar? We are. Illuminar lighting. Kind of off to Illuminar, I guess. Okay, so Illuminar lighting. Fifth. This is their fifth year. What are you guys giving away? Uh, three fifteen ceramic metal halide. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Which is the uh, that blue? Which is the uh, uh, choice between the what is it three the three and the four K? What they got options? It's the three fifteen. No, uh, you know it's the three. Yeah, but the, the I think there's like two bulbs. Whatever. We we just kind of, we stay in touch and figure it out. There's two bulbs. It's a choice. Options are good. Doesn't matter. But yeah, it's their fifth birthday today. Fifth uh, birthday. And, uh, They're also giving away light or also at theirs. In addition to the giveaway that we're about to do here, they are also doing their own giveaway on uh, Illuminar Lighting, uh, their Instagram page. And if you want to lo- win a Illuminar fixture, T-shirt, or an HPS iPhone clip so you can take the best photos of your indoor garden without the yellow hue, uh, they're giving away a bunch of stuff like that. And uh, to show you our appreciate they're doing those. how do you win is uh, <laughs> comment and tell us one of the pri- proprietary technologies we've developed, and then in that same comment tag a friend. And then they're going to draw it on Monday, and they're going to give uh, one prize away for every year. So five prizes. What? The first drawn will be a 1,000-watt DE fixture with lamp. Jesus, 
three times as big as ours. Yeah, second drum will be a 630 <laughs> DECMH, uh, oh. lamp not included. Oh, uh, like they have the LED. You're making us look bad. The third drum will be a <laughs> three, 630 watt 3K DE lamp. That's double. And then the fourth drum will be the HPS smartphone clip, camera clip. Camera and then clip. the camera fifth will get an Illuminar shirt. Oh, Jesus. Camera clip. Uh, it's ATN up and only for US and Canada. What's the camera clip? We're feeling like a T-shirt. That'd be so weird. It's a filter <laughs> that goes on the on the on your phone lens, so yeah. you can take better pictures in oh, the we're getting them. I'm getting those. Yeah, I'm getting that. Sean, I need one. The done deal. I'm gonna done. drop your name. Oh, yeah, done deals. I think if you go with a done deal, you might get practice one. Practice that. You might get one at a good price. I'm not gonna say how much, but if they're normally fifteen, you're gonna get it for seven fifty. Yeah, vertical DEs too. Vertical D's? Oh, they have, yeah. That's all they have. The LED you down with that? Too. Are you down with that? I run LEDs exclusively now. Uh, and, but not vertically, just like regularly. Like yeah, yeah, LEDs, so yeah, yeah, over the top, like a normal. Like, what like the, what's the, what's the, uh, pol- what, what's, what's the uh, brand? I mean, should I say right now when we're giving the shout out to a little... <laughs> yeah, let's hold off on that. <laughs> I mean, that's true. You see, you're so smart. You're a smart guy. I mean, man, I would have just rolled right into that. Like, yeah, how, how are they? Because the I love is. them. Like, I mean, and it looks very similar to theirs. Like, I mean, it's you know, the, the, it may be, you know, a superior unit on the IL8 or whatever that was. I mean, LED is pretty awesome. I, I mean, I ran LEDs way long ago when they first came out, and I fucking hated them. And what I, back no, the technology's definitely there. I've heard oh, yeah, good things about Illuminar's it's, LED. It's there. LEDs where it's at. I would never build a commercial or personal grow again without them. As as a, as the only thing, or you would only. It's I, all I run is LEDs now. Even I still have a DE that runs <coughs> high up in a veg space just because we had it in there and it covers some area but no I'd run the whole thing LEDs uh, really that's, that's surprising yeah. I was surprised as well. <laughs> <laughs> I surprised myself I'm about to but I mean we were pulling consistent you know over a gram a watt and the quality was higher no HVAC uh, turf profiles are out of control uh, no heat so that you know there's no that's why, like, that's why the terpenes are better, right? Yeah, because your heat and uh, you know trichome production's better as far as making hash and stuff with them. It was mm-hmm. better, like everything about it was fucking better, except running the same amount of wattage over the same square footage, right? Because they're lower watts, but still, I mean, as far as production wise, it was better. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to. He had like tri- shit. He has like every square foot, pretty much, right? What's that? <laughs> Every square foot with lighting. I mean, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you just can't the shit out of the place. Yeah, Light so it gets expensive, room. right? It's an expensive lift on the front end, but you you, you, know, you save a rolling tables and shit that too, like that too. Yeah, yeah, they crush. So this is who I was picking this week. Yeah. I don't know. There's other entries if you want me to run through them real quick. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Three-stage breast cancer. Completely absurd. Cultivating cannabis. All right, all right, all right. Let's go with it. Let's go with it. You're good. Go yeah, with it? Definitely. Yeah, let's do it. Let's all right. Do it. Let's do it. The Illuminar lighting giveaway. Let's give he's this guy a call. Growing, he's growing medicine for yes. one of his family members. It's sick. That's yeah. a win-win. Call him. 
What's his name? Call him Nick. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can shoot my kid's voice for your way. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah. I can't Hello? turn it off after I do it. Yo, is that Nick? Is this Nick? Yeah. You're on the Adam Dunn Show. Hey, Nick, it's Adam. Adam Dunn Show. How you doing? Yeah, well, good, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, uh, we were hoping that you, you had the word of the, the month, which has been a long month. Big <laughs> month. Photosynthesis. Yes, that yes, is the word. Sir. Right on. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. <laughs> All right. Hi. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, we were reading reading a little bit of your story. Um, you want to take it over over there? Or? Do you want me to read it? Just, uh, just, uh, just, 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 like, not the whole thing, but... Uh, Oh, okay. I started growing when Metal Cannabis was uh, first voted into law in Michigan back in 2008. Uh, I was doing decently growing in my closet for years until I met my wife. Uh, three-year-old daughter at the time agreed that it wasn't the best time to be cultivating, blah, blah, blah. So we go on to, sorry, not blah, 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 but yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> trying to, trying to <laughs> sum it up here. No, no, but you're, you, but yeah. you're, uh, but you're actually uh, t- taking care of... Uh, right. Taking care of a person that's sick. Yeah, which is which is what we like, uh, right. as far as not like, but of course, but we love to uh, help out and get a light to these kind of people. And uh, so, uh, yeah, thousand watts are a bit rough. This will help out with uh, this. Three fifteens are really efficient and great for veg and set your stuff up. And uh, Hopefully it'll it'll just get you going. All around light for sure. Yeah, it'll get you going, and you get a few more, and you can slowly replace out those ones because uh, I think three fifteens are like the step in between, where it's like you feel you're more efficient, but you're still back in the old school. Between before going to LED. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You haven't fully. Everybody that's your toe in the water. Yeah, yeah. You haven't fully. You haven't fully committed, but congratulations on winning the light. I'll forge your stuff off. I've got some. Cancer sucks seeds from pollination. Oh yeah, that I want to give him. All right. So let's Nick, get we, got some, we got some extra seeds. Don't put your address online, but we'll get no, it. For of me. course not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll take Sweet. care of that. We'll take. <laughs> we will take. <laughs> do not do that. Don't listen. <laughs> yeah. I know those guys. They're from up. They live up north. Ryan yeah. Rice. Yeah, Ryan. And Ryan Letts, good people. Shout yeah, out. So, so we'll get you some seeds. Well, it's uh, out in Oregon now, right? It's, it's uh, in, what is in, that? In that uh, I'm trying to think of this cross. I think it's uh, ACDC times Squirrel Killer or something like that. It's a yeah. CBD strain. Yeah, it's a one-to-one yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah, well, uh, I'll s- I'll forward this email off to uh, to Liz and all them over at uh, yeah. Illuminar. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, and, and write us back and get us your uh, address because that's not as on in the entry here. So. Awesome, man. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Right Nick, thank Happy Garden. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck to you. All right, man. Thank you. Yep. Have a good night. Awesome. Oh yeah, Illuminar giveaway. Cool. Sweet. Uh, yeah, and they're having a, a multi giveaway, so there's Canada more lights going on. Thousand watts, six thirties, all the big daddies. We got to, we got to get. Remember, we gave away one big. That's when they got all pissed off because we like stepped the game up one week. We're like, yeah, we want to give it away, and then all of a sudden it was like uh, at the shipping office, we give them to, they uh, were like, "Whoa, wait a minute!" Hook us up with one of their uh, multi LED bars, and we can run a comp Intel against the ones that have been chugging on. Oh, the there same goes. Challenge. We're thinking the same. Challenge, challenge. There's two yeah, challenges. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right there. Right. We. Sh- I see two uh, gloves. 
thrown on the ground. <laughs> in challenge. I've got, challenge. Uh, challenge. I've got another set of LED gloves to throw at you. So, uh, yeah. We have uh, the Harvest guys hooked us up with some dude making a new lighting technology. Um, we're supposed to see it later this month. I'll hit you up when we get it. I have a friend. I have a friend who listens to the show, and he'll know exactly who he is when he hears it. But he, his friend in California, showed me some shit maybe three, four years ago, maybe maybe even longer, and it was like totally tweakable and super dope. And like this guy acts like this shit's are yours adjustable. Huh? The LEDs I'm running? Yeah. Um, no, we run dimmers on them and shit. You either got to run a dimmer in veg or run them really far away because um, it's too much fucking light yeah. for them to absorb. Are you they stripping the hell out of your uh, leaves? Like, Not as much. I mean, I, so it depends. If we're running salts, yeah. If we're running living soil, no. Not as much. Which, you know, may be counterintuitive. I don't know that you... Because yeah. of the forest feeding? Pretty much. Yeah, basically, I, I feel like we can get away with a lot more stripping yeah, for yeah. salting them up versus yeah, just like they just keep going around. Yeah, because we're just juicing the fuck out of them versus you know yeah. needing a, a, a more of a balanced ecosystem. Yeah, you don't want to just tear their arms off every day. That's kind of ah. the thought. <laughs> but generally, we got Luna. a couple of stages of stripping. Just stri- yeah, there's stuff underneath that you should definitely get rid of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, below the canopy, they ain't gonna do anything. Yeah. I mean, that's just good health and shit. But sure. Uh, Shout out to Illumina. Thank you for the giveaway. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Illuminar. Exactly. Uh, Illuminarlighting.com. Done deal. You guys still be at the show. Let's run a side by side. They're going to be in Vegas. Uh, they're going to be in. Uh, they're going to be everywhere. I'm not sure about It's funny. This year is going to be really weird. Emerald Cup. We're, we're going to be at the Emerald Cup. You're coming with me, right? Well, so, yeah, I was going to find out when that is. Uh, the f- 13th to the 15th or the 15th? Muskogee and Brooklyn confirmed. It's a rough one because it's a rough one because a lot of people are going to be in Vegas and it's the same weekend or the same week. Oh, yeah. But I don't care. Cool. Vegas, fuck Vegas. That's a quick drive. Yeah, we're going. We're going to Emerald Cup. Emerald Cup, we have to be. Vegas, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's somehow rolls. Vegas is first, right? Right b- before Emerald Cup? So yep. first, like on the same. It's like week. day after. 12th, 13th is Vegas, and then the 14th is Emerald Cup. Yes, it's kind of like, you can't go Bada home. bing, bada boom. It's not going home. Of November? Yeah, of, right? Uh, yeah. December. Of December? Yeah. I'm bringing yeah. Lucy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not so bad. It's before, before all the... I thought, I thought BizCon was in November. It was in like a week or two. No? No. No. Uh, all right. Nope. See? Good thing you didn't go out there waiting. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't going out there. Standing in the parking lot. <laughs> going, Where the fuck is everybody? I ain't no. going out there. Uh, He's going to be on tour with Slayer. Yeah. They'll be wrapped up by December. But but, but I'll need a will be sober up. I'm sure, like you said, only one guy is really going to kind of quit. The rest are going to all want to do something else, right? So. I mean, Gary's still in Exodus. Um, Kerry is open about he's planning on still touring. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard discussions that I probably are well out of my you know realm of should have been sitting there for um as they're discussing singers and shit it sounds like it's going to be fucking awesome if you need a joint roller i'm practicing <laughs> cool practicing joint roller um, blunts joints whatever that's the dope. uh the sound guy is a uh belgian and he rolls euro joints like a fucking champ nice yeah he's the spinner 
You're saying I need to practice really hard? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> AK's the spinner. I just called AK a spinner. <laughs> let's, get a, let's, get, let's get a shout out from you as far as so your uh, Loveland Molecular Labs is that like yeah, the um, thing or how's it go? yeah, botanicals, Loveland Molecular Labs, our whole pet CBD, yeah. um, and uh, our elite molecular labs out in California, and all the stuff that Tully and the team are doing out there. That's where all our THC products pump out of, that mm-hmm. um, distributes through Herbal. Um, we work, and like I said, a whole bunch of brands out there, and IC Collective um, that I work with out of uh, Oakland, and uh-huh. the Chem Dog family guys. Nice. Well, uh, and Holf's Pet CBD will launch by December, so fucking super potent and we have uh, we have uh, doggy lambs, so maybe we can uh, do some sort of package like deal online where. We- I'm all about it. And actually, if anybody has any good rescues that they work with locally or anything. dog treats and doggy lamb? Well, just like okay. as we sell the doggy lambs, we just throw a couple of those. I'm, boys. I'm all about it. Put them in the pouch. We, yes. Uh, we donate cases to rescues. Dog, and, dog will go insane. Uh, and have food on his back. I'll be uh, like, <laughs> Rescues and shelters quarterly we throw out cases to. So if anybody has really good ones, throw them over That's to Adam awesome. or whatever, and we'll add them to the list and Adam start getting. to the list. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd like, see it. Oh, oh, wow. It's on the list. So dogs get done deals, too? Yeah, dogs get done deals, Dog is a done deal. Oh, dog. Double dog. It's a doggone done deal. Doggone done deal. <laughs> we're marketing geniuses yeah just never, ends, never ends around here uh, so uh, it's the weed it helps and, and, and of course uh, shout out to Slayer for all the love pop season shout out pi- to marijuana pop, pop yeah. season shout out pills. to weed pop season pills right yeah. that's like a, a Instagram shout out to next to nature and Adam for giving me the opportunity oh yeah just you're the right place, right time, man. That's yep. it. Like you coming in, sure. Like okay, Let's there you this. go. Perfect, the perfect timing. Um, and and you just had your uh, anniversary, so you were like, was it anniversary? Or, no, it was birthday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just then, turned forty-seven. And then the next day, Happy someone birthday. else said, Mom. I was like, wait a minute. Can't be everybody's fucking wife's birthday on the same day because it was like two people in a row, like you and him. A bunch of people early October, man. It's a good birthday. It's good birthday time. It's good wife material. (laughs) 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 It should all be born around this time. Shout out to the Lamb of God guys. Those good dudes. I love Lamb of God. Their new album's gonna drop this spring. They uh, used to come to. uh, They play my strat. All the clean guitar sounds on the new album. That's all on my strat. That's so awesome. Nice. They uh, when they would play Amsterdam, it was funny because they play all the festivals and stuff, and then they'd come back through to play play usually Paradiso or something, and then uh, come by the shop. And you know how uh, the the main guy's so like mellow when you meet him. Randy. Yeah, Randy. So he came. See the main guy. (laughs) Well, you know what I mean. The singer. Main guy as far as front man, front guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Randy's really cool because he was like, uh, and, and we were like, why don't we do a hood lamb of God? You know what I mean? Like, it'd be perfect. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and then we had this. We had I, 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 that was uh, back when he was drunk, Randy. Still, right? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the, the early two thousands. But uh, yeah, in general, it was a. Uh, he he got a bunch. I, mean, I hear drunk Randy was belligerent. 
<laughs> yeah, and that was the funny thing is because he's like so nice and mellow when he's when super he's chill now. <laughs> he's sober now, right? Yeah. But I, yeah, yeah. But you know, when he was not drunk, he was still super chill and nice. <laughs> and he was just super high when he was around us, so dude, we we got to see the nicer version of him all the time. Anyway, uh, but yeah. Uh, so Lamb of God, shout out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and. Okay, you gave some shout-outs already. I'm shouting out Nick. He's been already shouting out himself the whole time. Uh, where, where's Nick? What do you mean? Oh. Shout-out to Nick. He, he no. Here it is. Can you sip up this body? Uh, what did he go. say? <laughs> what did he say? Iroc's on. What's up, Iroc? Yeah. Is that Iroc Watts? Yeah. Nice. He was just making up something. I don't know. Anyway, there you go. That's pretty good. You like that, right? There you go. Uh, But it's funny. The other day he said that to somebody. He goes, this is my dad. He has a show. He talks about me every show. And then they're like, oh, that's so cute. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, little do they know. Little do they know. (laughs) It's only at the very end of the show. Uh, Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, of course. Uh, Ace down at the farm. Yeah, she's uh, getting ready to for the winter down there. We're getting ready for the winter kick in. Seventy degrees today though. It's fucking crazy. I know it's beautiful. Out. It's supposed to be seventy tomorrow, right? Colorado's yeah, wonderful. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's like gonna be the nice. That day. means we'll get some snow. Gotta go back to work soon. Yeah, oh, it's gonna be really bad next week. That's what I heard. I'm gonna oh, leave. Snow? I'm yeah, gonna go back to I'm work right when week. it gets cold. Super cold snap. Like it's like this is like the last nice to, you know, couple days. Like. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, and uh, yeah, I tried to get my fucking passport fast tracked, and I totally fucked up. I was like, oh no, oh no, because I I paid so much trying to fast track it that by the time I thought I'd paid everything, and then later they were like, oh no, you gotta pay another hundred. You forgot this hundred dollar fee. Hundred and seventy dollar extra, and you can only do it by check, and you can oh no, so yeah, it fucked me all up. So I'm not going to leave on Monday, but I'm going to leave probably next week. Sometimes I might be on the road, which means Slayer. it'll be. <laughs> you, mi- you missed it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Lots of Slayer talk. It's <laughs> all the Slayer talk, bro. Uh, you have to go back. Come to Colorado Springs. Yeah. Talk Slayer all day. Done deal. Just wear a shirt that says done deal, and, and then he'll see you. Yeah, man. Get close enough to the stage. Bring us like, some notes. And then yeah. bring we you know, you know he just harvested. Let's blaze with him. If you wrote done deal all over your shirt, yeah. Tom will smoke out with us. His wife's here too. Sandra likes sure. to blaze. I'll tell I'll tell him I'll tell Mike no, and never everybody. Mind. I'll tell everybody. <laughs> Anybody who writes done deal means they have weed and they want to come backstage and hang out. Because he's just like Yeah, done deal. Yeah, yeah done deal on the shirt. You no. actually have to get the shirt made. No yeah. mids. Hey, just gonna make it or write on it or do whatever you gotta do. There you go. Free tickets. Boom. Free tickets backstage. He sells to get tickets and, and walk around with a done deal all night and look, <laughs> and look like an idiot. But it's cool. The VIP does. It'll be deal. worth it in the long run because he'll be like, I got to meet everybody, man. It was great. He lives in Carlos, right? Yeah. And you will live the life. Dude, come to the show then. They're Just playing at the that Broadmoor. He's lived, that he's lived. It's like on the 20th. Yeah. Yeah. You, can, you can rock Watts at the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. done deal. 
That's it, John Deal. He's coming. <laughs> Bring Deal. your dog. It'll be a triple dog. <laughs> I think there's Deal. even still tickets. If you got tickets, we can definitely get you a sticky and be blazing backstage. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. It's be like a thousand people there. Don Deal. Deal. It's like something you dream of. There's only so many people that will show up in Colorado Springs done dealing, though, with with nugs like Josh has. I know. I guarantee for show. Uh, also, uh, next week we'll just uh, see how it rolls. I could be in here. I could be out there. <laughs> okay. But we won't be here. Won't be here. I don't think so. Didn't he okay. break his collarbone? But we'll be back here. It's yeah. Cool spot. I like Ooh, Josh. Yeah. Did he? It's cool. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Shout out he, to Hermans for letting us do this. hundred percent. Done deal, up. dude. Word viral. World viral. TV. If you want to check out what they Heal do. Heal up that collarbone before you come to the show. Go to the world viral I don't think I can get comped tickets, dude. So, like, if you can nope. snag a ticket, because, no, like, no. it's the last tour and, like, they're strict on the comp you tickets, but getting you backstage if you got a ticket is something ticket, I can do. Wear shirt. Adam can do it deal. for sure, too. Like, we'll be there. Yeah. Um, we um, know you. I'm going to bring some fire. We is can that, make, we can make this do, happen. Who's doing Is AEG doing that? I don't even know. If uh, AEG is doing the show, I might be able to get him a ticket. Shout out to AEG Entertainment, Johnny Denver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you know Johnny? No. <laughs> no, you do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't. I, I do, but I don't. maybe I do. Maybe I don't. We're trying to get him some tickets. Uh, all right, guys. Yeah, dude. Pantera opens it up. Like, I mean, it's fucking what? ridiculous. It opens with Pantera and ends with Slayer. That's a good night of metal. And Ministry. Right? Yeah, Ministry What's and Primus date? in What's between. The date on that? Twentieth. And it's month? at the Broadmoor, so like it's like a hockey arena. It's a small ass, yeah. It's a small ass venue. What's the date today? Man, I haven't been t- paying attention to calendar. It'll be a good spot. A lot of fire and shit, man. It'll be fucking awesome. Fire. Damn, it's the eight. Small place. Pentagrams upside down. Twelve days fire. and counting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no adventure. Yeah, these are these are precious, bro. <laughs> oh man! Jeez. Didn't he win? He won. You never got a shirt, and you won the fucking uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, a trophy though. <laughs> That's yeah. brutal. The trophy's more important. Though. Jesus, you don't fucking wear a trophy around. Yeah. <laughs> he, did. he did. He did. He did actually for a while. <laughs> he was pretty much wearing it. Uh, all right. Well, we'll, well, when we do make the shirts, which has never, but we do, we will. No, we will. I swear, we will. Once we really, really get the fucking, I swear to God, I got. You own a shirt company. No, no, <laughs> sort of, kind of. Uh, right, that right now. That's fun. Need to happen. No. <laughs> We have nothing. Uh, <laughs> so uh, see you guys next week, and uh, peace out, I guess. Booyah. Have a good weekend. Oh, man. Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own this is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it ganja. <laughs>